The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. This is, this is, um, I'm very nervous. Um, this is my big chance. Hang on. I've just eaten some chocolate, so, um. (sighs) I'm nervous. Gonna give it my best shot. May never get this opportunity ever again. Here we go. I met a boy called Frank Mills on September 12th, right here in front of the Waverly. But unfortunately, I lost his address. He was last seen with his friend A drummer he resembles George Harrison of the Beatles But he wears his hair Tied in a small bow at the back I love him but it embarrasses me To walk down the street with him He lives in Brooklyn somewhere And wears this white crash helmet He has gold chains on his leather jacket And on the back are written the names Mary and Mom and Hell's Angels. I would gratefully appreciate it if you see him, tell him I'm in the park with my girlfriend. And please tell him Angela and I don't want the two dollars back just him. I may never get the chance, Catherine, to do that again. Well, here's hoping. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome, uh, on the line, the producer of the latest production of Hair, it's Katie Lipsom. Katie? Hello. I, th- I, th- I threw that audition piece at you. You didn't know that was going to happen. I'm uh, just wondering, is there any chance of me um, being the person that sings Frank Mills? I know traditionally it's played by a woman. <laughs> but... We're next week. It's, I, wait, I can make it. I can make <laughs> it. I can do it. That was wonderful. I really enjoyed that performance. I've I've heard this brush yeah. off. I've heard this brush <laughs> off. We'll call you. I've auditioned before. I've heard. Oh, that was wonderful. Yes. Okay. Could you send the next person in? Thank you, Katie. <laughs> uh, listen, it's such a pleasure to talk to you because I am genuinely, genuinely. Uh, I I love hair. I love it. I've seen it loads and loads of times. I've even sat through the awful movie more than once. That's how much <laughs> yeah. I enjoy it. Um, you're producing the. It's, it's, it's the fiftieth anniversary, isn't it? It is indeed. <clears throat> yeah, this is um, a transfer of our Manchester production last Christmas. Fantastic. It's at the Vault in London, and it start- when does it start? October? 
Yeah, October the 4th till, uh, January the 13th. It got extended, didn't it? Yeah, we just extended for six weeks. Oh, I love it, I love it. I'm, g- I'm gonna be there so often. But, 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 but... I was <laughs> I was very excited when I saw a little tweet that was doing around the rounds today. Now, obviously, famously, I mean, Hair has got is a brilliant, brilliant musical. It's got brilliant songs in it, and of course, the, the famous scene, which actually, when you see it, it's not as shocking as everyone thinks. But before the interval, um, nearly everyone on stage strips off. And I tell I've, I've told this story before, Katie, but I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, at last time it was on in the West End, I took my mum to see it. And my mum is in a wheelchair. So she gets, um, like a nice aisle seat, sort of on the front balcony in this theatre. And when they, um, all started coming out naked, um, and this young man sort of climbed up over the balcony and he stood next to my mum, who's in her wheelchair, naked, he's naked, not her, and he put his leg up on the balcony right next to her, and his ding-dong is flapping away nearly in her ear. And she was so happy, Katie. She was so happy. She really. She says, "I've not seen one of those for years," and it made her. But you're you're doing a, you're doing a, some special performances where where the audience are allowed to be naked. Absolutely, clothing optional performance. We were approached by um, several nudist naturist groups yes. who asked us um, if we were planning on doing a clothing optional performance. Yep. And so we all got together and we discussed it and we thought, well, why not? You know, people feel mm. liberated with their clothes off. Oh, this God. is the perfect production to offer that to these select groups if they wish to come to a private performance. So that's what we've explored and we've put one show off sale and shared um, the event with, with these groups. Um, I, I loved. I don't know how true this is, but there was part of the uh, the tweet that I saw was that there will be security there in case people are unable to control themselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. That was someone. Oh, someone's added that. Good, good. Um, what, what kind of seating is it? Is it is it easy to wipe down? That's my concern. Is hygiene at the age of forty four now, Katie? My main concern is the hygiene of the venue. Well, if what it says in, in the art, in the uh, booking link is that we've, everybody's requested to bring a towel <laughs> and, to, uh, and to bring something it. to cover the seats. So the seats are covered anyway, but okay. they're going to be covered again. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, how many, how many, because I don't know the vaults, and I've, since I knew this was going to be on, I've looked at a couple of little videos of, you, you know, you can, you can see what's in there. How many does it seat in there? Well, the vault is actually a multi-room um, venue, but we're using just one space for the show yeah. which is the theater space 200 seats Fantastic. and it's a, a big arch set in we're going to do it traverse so two sides and then um a few more seats at the other end and how how are you doing the music have you got a band is it back in tapes what's the plan with this oh, one always a band oh, we've got a band yes. we've got our own arrangements it's a reduced orchestra but it, but it suits the style and the intimacy of the show and um the, 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 the let the sunshine in are the audience allowed up on stage as per usual absolutely and then it. we carry on the party in our second space where the party will go on to 1am oh with cocktails and food and oh. dance floor. it's going to be brilliant not with the with the nudists not with the no nudists. Good. <laughs> this is on every night oh. audiences will be sharing that together why why hey katie what was it that, that, that attracted you to get involved with it Oh, well, has just always been um, a project that, I, you know, a score and a show that I've adored. And as a producer of musical theatre only, I have a, a massive list of shows that I'm developing that yeah. I'm passionate about. I was working with this theatre in Manchester with the Hope Mill Theatre Boys, 
and we wanted a show for our Christmas that would basically bring in multiple generations of audiences and it just seemed that bringing hair to Manchester, England, England was the perfect Beautiful. thing. And this is the thing, because I, I first saw it um, in the 90s with Sunita and John Barrowman. Yeah. And, um, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I went and saw mm. that run a couple of times, and I've, I've, I say I've, honestly, I've seen it loads of times. I have um, got, I, I, I would like to say, I have the biggest collection of hair soundtracks. I've got all of them. I've got every single yeah. one that ever came out. Um, and it is, because it, people go, oh, it's just a silly show about hippies. But, 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 but. It is, um, it is, it's a brilliant story. It's brilliant music. The fact you've got a live band, and you're right, you do need a live band for hair, but I didn't want to make any, um, a, a, any judgments. Mm. It, it, and I'm not a massive musical theatre fan, mainly because I've not really been to enough to kind of form a judgment. But this is just so much fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's different. It's different. I think the form of hair is like no other. It's almost like an art installation. Mm. I mean, it's just, um, you know, it's psychedelic in a way. Every single whatever that you know, every scene is like a different vignette and a different journey, and you can see all the colour and the vibrancy and the choreography, and it just deals with so many themes and so many um, issues in the world that are still current today as they were then. Oh, and by the way, spoiler alert: if you don't get um, uh, the hairs standing up on the back of your neck and a little um, uh, a pinprick of tears in your eyes towards the end, then you have no. Soul, for goodness <laughs> sakes. There's a moment you go, oh my God. Um, and amazing, 50 years on, and, and uh, it, it is, you know, it is one of those things people joke about because everyone's nude and stuff, and, but that's only like a tiny, tiny part of it. But at, at the time um, when it was released, it, it first came out, it was a phenomenon, wasn't it? I mean, it mm -hmm. took the world by storm. Yeah, I was really lucky to um, meet the writer recently in New York, the yep. book writer, James Rader, who's 85, and he chatted to me how random it was when the show was first of all picked up for its first ever production and uh you know how he collaborated with those writers yeah so it's it's just it's just it's fascinating how the world connected with it and yet now hearing these lyrics and hearing the themes and mm. hearing the things expressed are so so intense and in our oh. production we have we are, we're not in the proscenium march you are so close to the action yeah. you almost feel like you're immersed in an indoor um rave you know well with with the you know fingers crossed that um the world will still exist when this launches you know but with with the, the talk that's going on around the rhetoric that's going on around the world yeah. you know a kind of anti-war um or a, you know a musical about young people being sent off to war it's it yeah. always seems appropriate absolutely we had um uh, galt mcdermott on who wrote the music and oh, uh, amazing he's a delightful gentleman he's was very forgetful but luckily it was his was it his son wasn't it his son was there to kind of gently remind him of some of the stories and he was thrilled that you guys were yeah. doing it 50 years later yeah i mean i think it will carry on 50 years beyond yeah. now i mean i think that it's it's of it's not even of its time it doesn't feel dated i've had a lot of conversations about is it dated and i don't i think no. as well the music can be interpreted so many different ways orchestrally yeah. and vocally and and just it's just brilliant how's how's theater going at the moment in general katie because we, we you always hear that theater's kind of um struggling a bit and in times you know when people are, are, are counting the pennies you know it, it, it these are the kind of things they cut back on but is it is it generally doing okay it really depends on what you're producing and where you're producing mm. it is it on tour is it a new musical is it an old musical are you on broadway have you got a star you know things are thriving i think the big show store are thriving the hamiltons the wickeds 
you know, on Broadway, Dear Evan Hansen, Come From Away. These shows are mm. selling at 101% a night. It's incredible wow. the amount of money. But regionally, things can struggle. So, you know, and we, I have things on the road like the Adams Family. I have things at the Edinburgh Festival. And I have shows in London that are new musicals that nobody knows about with no stars. And they're all very different models. Yeah. So I would say that it very much depends. But it's, it's a very hard business because of how much money these things cost to put on. Uh, Katie, where's, where, what's the website? Where's the best place for people to go if they want to find out what the, the dates? We've got uh, a website which is literally hair50.com. Brilliant. I'm going to tweet the hell out of that. Listen, y- y- you guys and, and the cast or whatever, you are welcome on this show whenever you want. And we, Kath- Catherine and I would love to come and sit in and maybe interview some of the cast when they're doing a rehearsal or something one day. Absolutely. Stay in touch, Katie. Thank you so much for coming on and best of luck. Cheers. Thanks Thank a lot. You. Bye-bye. There Bye. we go. That was, what a lovely lady. Although it has to be said, Catherine, I was disappointed. I gave that performance of Frank Mills... I gave, well, I gave it 70%. I had another 30%. That I was, was, really? Yes, I was saving that for the callback, which um, unfortunately never came. Oy. Disappointed. Thank you, Katie. I yeah, love that. show business. That's show business, guys. But here's the thing. I'm never going to stop dreaming. I am never going to stop dreaming. As long as my heart is beating, then tunes will be coming out of my mouth. Oh, good. Let's have a break. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You've never seen hair, have you? No. Oh man, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Maybe we should go on a nudie night. No, that's Yay. fine. Let's go on a nudie night. No. I might go to the nude. I might go to the nudie night. I might go to the nudie <laughs> night and, and take a uh, and record it. I might go to the nudie night. It's nudism optional. You're going to be that one guy, aren't you? Everyone else will have pants on. No, I'm going... We're uh, striding round. But you have to get... Do you have to get the, the, the tube there naked? Yeah. All right. I'm up for that. I'm up for that. It's a bit of fun. It's a little bit of fun. There's bodies. We've got bodies. Not everyone's got bodies. Ghosts. Let's compile a list of uh, people, people who don't bodies. have bodies. Ghosts. Um, records. Oh. Well, they're recordings of people's voices, but there's no body to okay. them. Um, skeletons. Um, severed heads. S- right, hang on. Skeletons. S- this is actually turning out to be a much better list than I thought. Severed heads. Um, um, oh, um, Walt Disney. And brains in jars. In uh, general. And brains in jars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in jars in general this is turning oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand what was a throwaway comment is actually turning into a nice interesting little bit of um social history oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number after 11 part two of the interview with mr chaz hodges from chaz and dave lots of nice feedback about that yesterday part two it's even better you know why I sing with him. <laughs> I sing a song that I, I used to sing to my boys on the ukulele. It's the only song I, I can play confidently on the ukulele, but we, we, we sing. Um, so Ghosts, Records, Skellington, Severed Heads, Walt Disney and Brains in Jars in general. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, those little... Remember they used to get those bags of giggles? Oh, yeah. The, you know, the yellow bags. And it, bag of it, laughs. Bag of, bag of, it was a bag of laughs. The first time I'd ever seen the word O written there. Yeah. Bag of laughs. I bought one of them with my birthday money once. Oh, I always wanted a bag of laughs. And I always wanted those chattering teeth until I got those chattering teeth. And they were rubbish. Yeah, they don't stay chattering Chattering long, do they? teeth are rubbish, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ghosts, records, skeletons, severed heads, Walt Disney and brains and jars and generals and bags. Oh, laughs. That's what we've got. Um, 
So, um, today... Well, how do people stick to a diet? How do people lose weight and stick to a diet? That's what I want to know. They stop eating nonsense. Because I cannot do it. I've done really well. Yesterday... What day is it today? Wednesday. Wednesday. Monday and Tuesday, I didn't eat much, and I got down to 15 stone one, right? And then today, I was in a bad mood because my headlamp was broken. And uh, well, you remember when you used to be able to go into a petrol station and you could buy things for the car? Now it's all milk and hummus. Um, but I, f- I managed to find a petrol station that had a tiny section. It was like hidden away in the corner. But, so I bought um, a light bulb for the headlamp because my headlamp was broken. And it took me, it's taken me years to work out that you don't just lift up the bonnet and reach round the back and do it that way. You can actually unscrew the headlamp. And take it out. That's the way to do it. So for years I've been reaching around, and it would take me. Very fiddly. It would take me an hour because you've got to get those clips in the right place. Um, But now I've worked out via YouTube. Thanks, guys. uh, That you can unscrew the headlamp, and the screwdriver's in the boot of the car. And you take it out. You put it bish bash bosh. So I did that, and then the headlamp it still didn't work. And then I realised I'd taken out the wrong light. So what I did then was I then got the light. I'd take I. Got the light I'd taken out, because that wasn't broken, because I'd taken out the wrong one. So that one wasn't broken, so I took out the one that was broken, and then I um, put that, the one I'd... It still didn't work, but I thought it worked. And it took me ages, and I was swearing in a petrol station, and people were looking at me, and I had to pretend I knew what I was doing. I hate that, the pressure of everyone else. So I was stressed, very, very stressed, very stressed, angry, Um, and this, this, I'm going to be honest... This coming off caffeine is worse than when I um, uh, packed in the gear because it. I I w- woke up with it. I had a dream. Where I, I'm having a recurring dream. Okay, it's metazapine. It gives you dreams, man. Let th- let me play some jolly music so this doesn't sound all all heavy. Hang on, I've got some jolly. Hang on a minute. Let me get the computer up. Let's play some jolly jolly music to make this a little bit more. Um, Upbeat. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. I check my road in the morning. I check my road in the night. I don't know if this is. I check my road in the afternoon to make sure I get back for bath time. That wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. No. Ah, that's it. We're in. So, um, um... This dream. Oh, I have a recurring dream where it's the end of, um, the third, the final year. It's the end of my college degree. Right. And, um, so it's like a big rave up, right? Uh-huh. A big party going on. Mm. Um, and I, and I go and get drunk. Basically, but it, I can't find anyone. Anyway, I go and get, so I had this dream, but in this dream I had a really bad headache. Really bad headache. And, um... And I woke up, and it turns out I had a really bad headache in real life, and I'd eaten a pillow. No, that's a different joke. And it's it's coming off the caffeine, yeah. and it's only day three coming off the caffeine. So I had it. So I woke. I, I went downstairs, and I had a half and half coffee, half coffee, half decaffeinated. That took the edge off it, right? That took the edge off it. But then I was in a grumpy mood with the children, and I could only withstand their nonsense for about three hours. We watched a bit of Doctor Doolittle. Um, I've never seen it before. It's long. It's long. We, we, I got to an hour and a half, and I saw there was another hour. I went, yeah, I'm going to pause it now. Do you know who steals the show in Dr. Doolittle? Um, yeah. <clears throat> Anthony Newley. No, he doesn't. 
Nope, 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 nope. That's there snail. Is, there is... No, I've not got to the snail yet. Don't, don't, please, please, no spoiler alerts on Doctor Doolittle. I don't know if he finds the giant um, pink sea snail. No, I'll tell you who. Richard Attenborough. Oh. I don't remember. He's, uh, the actor, he's, um, Richard Attenborough. He's mm. got short man glasses. He was in, um... Chase's Baboons. Uh, Great Escape. Yeah, that's the fella. He sings... No, I've never seen anything like it in my life. He sings that, the, 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 with the push-me-pull-you. Yes. And boy, oh boy, isn't the push-me-pull-you brilliant? I said to the boys, how do you think they've done that? They said computers. I said, didn't they have computers then? And so my, my eldest kept with the brilliant thing. He said, right, well, there's two llamas, and they've just got one standing behind the other. I said, no, no, no. And I, I, the, first of all, they're going, is that a real animal? The push-me-pull-you's brilliant. It shouldn't be brilliant, mm. but it looks... It looked convincing! What did they do? Did they have, like, a pair of, like, trousers with a head on it for the push-me-pull-you? Is that how it worked? Sorry? The llama. It's two did heads. they have, like, a pair of, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, llama trousers it'd be, with a head. So it'd be men in a suit. Be men, oh. it'd, be, it'd be men in suits. It wasn't a real llama face. No, no, but it looked good. Mm. It looked really convincing. Because most of my men inside animals comes from um, uh, uh, accidentally stumbling upon a website that I wish I'd never found. But also the pantomime horse in Rent-A-Ghost. Yeah, Dobbin. So, Dobbin. So to see... Uh, do you know what? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about Rent-A-Ghost the other day. And I, I actually said to myself in my head... Yeah, towards the end it started getting really silly. And then I realised what I was saying was absolute nonsense. Because well, I tell you the character from rent ghost I like the best, Mr Mumford. Yeah, he was only in series one. He was the new ghost that couldn't walk through walls. Do you remember him? Ooh. There was he, there, so there was um, um, Jeremy Claypole. Jeremy Claypole. There was one who looked like Timothy Claypole. Timothy Jeremy. Claypole. Yeah. There was one who looked like John Pertwee as Doctor Who again in the first series, and there was this guy Fred Mumford who was just a bloke. He was like a normal bloke, and the others would walk through walls, and he'd walk into a wall, and he'd bump he'd bump off it. Oh. So um, I think once they got rid of um, him and John Pertwee look alike in Victorian clothing. And they they brought the pantomime horse uh, to life, and they got rid of Nadia Popoff and the astral elevator. That's when I think it jumped the shark. But um, the point I was making was that um, not having coffee is making me want to jump in front of a bus. Well, I told I told yes? you it was hard to come off it. Aye. But you laughed at me when I came off coffee. No, I didn't. No, well, no. Like I, people saying that I was being, I was being dramatic. I felt no, terrible. I didn't laugh because I've, I've done it before. This is the, this would be the third or maybe even the fourth time I've, I've given up caffeine for an extended period. Um, I didn't drink it for years once, and um, uh, so hello. So um, I've been miserable all day. I had another doze, then woke up with a headache, so I had to have another half and half, and then I came in and I was in a crappy mood, but I was hungry because I've not eaten all day. So I ordered pizza. I ordered a pizza. Took an hour and a half to come, Domino's. And I, f- I kept phoning up. Because the, the app, you know the app, it says it's on its way. Yeah. Then it said it's been delivered. I went, I went all right. I went downstairs. It wasn't there. I gave it a minute. So I phoned up. Well, he's, he's just turning into your street now. Which we all know is... 20 all, minutes later, he hadn't arrived. Literally, I was phoning up for the fourth time to demand a refund and he rocked up. So here's the question for tonight. How do you lose weight? Let's put that question to Joe. Good evening, Joe. Hello, Ian. Uh, Hello, Ian. <laughs> I don't speak to you for a decade, then I speak to you two nights in a row. Well, hey! <laughs> How you doing, fella? Well, you've changed, man. You've changed. Tell me about it, Joe. <laughs> OK, remind me, but, Ian, what I'm saying about is yeah? your coffee thingy. You know, your coffee thing? Yeah, the coffee thing. Right, it's a really potent vegetable drug, Ian. Really potent. You yeah. can't be... 
you can't be stopping suddenly. Is that what you've done? No, I'm. I'm no, I'm. Do, I am doing it gradually. I'm going <laughs> half and half. No, even that's too far. In the morning, what? On, to, to be honest with you, you know, first thing in the morning when you wake up. Yes, I know. How much coffee does it take for you to reach what you regard as Ian at his best? Uh, three. Three cups. Of? What type? Coffee. Espresso. Yeah, but espresso filter coffee. No, I, I don't like, I don't use the capsules anymore because I'm going to say it. You know the capsules? I don't think well, they're yeah, very destroy nice. Destroy the planet, Ian. Destroy the planet. <laughs> mate. Get, get, get a masking out of your lazy thing. <laughs> wow, you destroyed the planet. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joe. Go on. No, I, well, I'd, I'd normally I'm, I'm I'm off the lattes because um, I, I'm trying to lose weight. So I'll have. A, are you? N- <laughs> uh, <laughs> you fat. You've gone fat as well. You <laughs> changed how you've gone fat. I've, I've <laughs> gone. Like f- a bad ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you like? How fat are you? You've not called me for ten years. <laughs> I know. I know. But you've changed so much. I tell you, I was so joyful to thought I'd catch up with you. And then you I found, found out I'm Google. fat. I stalked you online. And it's like, well, the man's got a radio show at long last, mate. Cheers for the warning about David Priva. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mate, listen, you didn't diss him enough. No way. He's, what, he's even worse than you made out. When I heard his name come up on the graveyard shift, I'm like, I'll check it out, mate. Oh, come on. Mate. Come on. Mate. Don't be rude. Come on, then. Well, I'm not being honest. It's absolutely... Joe, anyway. Joe, do you want to say... Joe, say hello to Ken. All right. Bye-bye, <laughs> no, Ian. Sa- you going? You're Joe, say out. hello what, to what, Ken. You know, you've changed, man. You've changed so much. Where's Chavy Vicky? Say hello to Ken. Hello there. Hello, mate. I'm Joe. You all right? Yes, Joe. I'm doing very fine, thanks. Cool. Where's the accent from? What's that, Joe? Whereabouts is... It, where, where exactly is your accent from? That's a Scottish accent <laughs> from... <laughs> yeah, I gave that. Oh, no, that oh. much. Come on. <laughs> It's from well, well, Scotland. Which bit? Which bit? I come from Scotland originally, but I live in Bonnie, England. It's a oh, great okay. country. I, I love the English people, and uh, I'm very glad to be living in England, Joe. It's a it's wonderful cool, isn't it? country. Great, isn't it, just, England. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. We give our old people free bus passes, mate. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> I go yeah, listen, and tell the foreigners. They can't believe it. I, wor- I worked all over the world uh, for a good number cool. of years as a bricklayer in uh, Canada, Australia, uh, and America, cool. and I the UK. All, like, all across the world, did loads of smashing things up and stuff. Yeah, man, the world's great, isn't it, when you get out there? But listen, when I worked over all over the world as a bricklayer, the best man I ever worked with, to work, the best man to work with was always the English bricklayers. Yeah. I always gone well with them. They always worked good. hard. Good, Most good. of them were very good tradesmen, and they... Uh, they've done a good day's work and they, they, they liked a little laugh and a crack and yeah a but a lot of straight, you know, lot of straight looking gay men though isn't there you know what I mean like pretend they're not anyway that's neither here nor there anyway. what do you do George are you, do, are you working are no, you mate, listen no 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 listen I did my 25 years mate that's enough mate I did 25 years of it and sod that hate alarm clock hate going to work Hate it, hate it. So I did 25 years, mate, and that was it. Done. <laughs> no, I've not at all on the head, mate. I've retired to the countryside. Well, listen, here's a thought for you, Joel. Let, can I give you a wee thought? Can I, one day no, you're, no, talking about, you're talking about retirement. But uh, listen, this is a very serious subject. One day you're going to die. Can you speak up, mate, Joe. This is a really old phone joke. Can you speak up for us, mate? 
One day you and I will die, Joe. The question oh, I'm mean, Nice one. How great. Yes, How great. yes. Nice yes, one. How great. And in the meantime, we're going to have loads of sex, do loads of vegetable products, we may have loads of yeah. fun. Mate, oh you God, not but one day we're going to die. Care. Oh my God. Ian, what have you done to me? You can have loads of sex if you like, but listen, there is a day of oh, judgment. God. Don't forget, God loves you. Listen, I was in the back of an ambulance last week. Joseph, listen to this, please. Just Go. for one minute. Jesus yeah. died for you, oh, my friend. I love Jesus. You are precious to Jesus. Yeah, listen, Go Jesus ahead. loves you. I've got a cross them. Well, you have to turn from sin and believe in him to get to heaven. Listen, Otherwise, cross, you'll go to hell. We're on a cross as we speak. Listen, listen, you're talking to the converted. My mum's a, a Catholic, isn't she? The Virgin Mary appeared in our home village. Doesn't make you a Christian. Being what? a Catholic yeah. doesn't make you a Christian, oh, Joseph. Well, listen, I don't lie, I don't cheat, I don't steal. You know, I, I, I do you? as best I can. I do as best I can. Right, that's good. I'm wearing a cross. Sinners, we're we're all, we're I'm wearing a cross. And it's, hang on, Jake, I'll get a word in, please. Ken, we're all sinners. I'm wearing a cross, all, right? But, and, oh, God, oh, God, I've got the God squad. Listen, you're preaching, you're just converted. No, you're not. Conversion means to be born again, Joseph. I used to be a Roman Catholic, but I wasn't a Christian. I just religious. The question is, do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour? No, yeah, of course I do, of course I do, of course I do, mate, of course I do. Oh, wonderful, oh, Listen, great. listen, no, mate, spare me, listen. When I was brought up, listen, there's religious icons all across the house. My family are Italian, isn't they? Well, mate, you seriously, you ain't talking to some Protestant English. What? Ian, what have you done? Are you giving my mate, listen, Ian, 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 you changed, Ian, come back. Ian, come back. You get the mate. results tomorrow. Ian, results of what? Ian, you just set the God Squad on me, mate. We'll have a massive Chinese, mum. Oh, great, because he just said one day we're going to die. Oh, my God, just what I need to hear, isn't it, Ian? Ian, just what I need to hear, one day we're going to die. Don't do that again, Ian. Save me, come back. Ian! Ian! Help! I know Help. a better Chinese to go to, mum. Okay. Lucky house. Yeah? yeah. Hello, who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? Hello? Hello, hello. 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 Is there anybody out there? Hello. Hello, hey, what, what, hello, what the fuck, what, say hello, hello, hello. I'm, I'm Joe, who are you? I just, well, I just guess, uh, it's Paul. Oh, hello, Paul. Did we speak last night? I can't remember. Have you had your, have you, have you had your email shut down or something? Uh, I haven't checked, I haven't checked my, I don't no, have, you, my, I don't have Sorry. Facebook. I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. Ken, Joe, what's your name? Paul. Paul, sorry, I just went around, Ian just put me through to some geezer, right? He's gone, one day we're going to die. I'm like, oh, spare me. And then, and then, yeah, was, it, was he, it Ken? Oh, yeah, giving me God squads, mate. I'm so Ken's sorry, from Newcastle, yeah? I don't know, he's got a Scottish accent, but he sounds like he's from oh. Slovenia. Mate, oh God, mate, oh God, I'm saying, yeah, I'm a cam I've, I've got a cross around my neck, do you know what I mean? My mate give it me and it's attached with bits of rosary, you my God, how much more God Squad do you have to be?
Ken, mate, Ken mate. phones in just as often oh. as I do, and he's probably that's as cool. annoying as me. Listen, no, that's the way. Okay, what's your specialist subject? Please don't tell me one day we're going to die, right? Please don't, mate. <laughs> don't, please. No, <laughs> we're all going to live forever. Oh, in it, he said. He said one day we're going to die. And I was like, in the meantime, right, we're going to have loads of sex, eat lots of food, consume lots of vegetable products that make us weird, like Ian. Ian's in his cafe, mate. He's your coffee maker, right? One of those destroyed a planet coffee makers. Okay, can I stop you for one second? Because it sounds like you've had a lot of coffee. Ian has just said. Ian has just said he's trying to give up coffee, and he feels like throwing himself in front of a bus. Mm, mm. Well, if he did do that, he'd be a flat white, wouldn't he? <laughs> in it, in it. Thank Sorry. You. I'm here Sorry, all night. Sorry, Paul. I was really rattled by that last caller. Do you know what I mean? My God, my God. My God, anyway. It doesn't matter. Everyone can believe in whatever God they want yeah, to believe man. in. It's just, it's all one God. Every God speaks truth, love, and... In it, in it. I like them all. Do you know what I mean? I think Buddha's cool. I think they're all good. Even Alan's cool, mate. That, that, that book of theirs, they see Salam it. They look all Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum. Yeah, why not? It's cool. Sounds what nice. What do you reply? <sighs> Don't know. Well, what about this one? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you another one. How about Merry Meat? You know that one where people give you a hug and go, Merry Meat? <laughs> you ever had that? You reply, alaikum salam. <laughs> okay, right. And on my one, I say Merry Meat and you say Merry Meat again, right? There's a hug and it's whispered like the English pagans do it. So, okay, what's my reply? You reply, if I say... Yeah. Salam alaikum, you reply alaikum salam. Okay, go on then, go on. Salam <laughs> alaikum. Alu kum sura. Sounds like an Indian takeaway you've ordered. <laughs> Is it? That's right. <laughs> go on, I'll do my one, okay. A little bit of intro music. Um, <laughs> Merry meat. Merry meat. You know when I order an Indian takeaway, do you know what car it's delivered oh. in? Do you know what car it's delivered in? Night. A Toyota Vindaloo. <laughs> cool, mate. You're the perfect antidote, mate. Well, Ian, mate. He's changed. Have you ever listened to him before? Ian has listened to me oh, a lot. Oh, low battery, low battery. Hang on, low right battery. Now. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Low battery, hang on, hang on. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 Chaz Hodges coming up soon from Chaz and Dave. Um, still got my eye on the Hope and Glory Festival. Um, Leo Hanlon is a thoroughly unpleasant gentleman. I think I can say that without any fear of uh, litigation. He was the gentleman we had on Monday. The video of that, in, uh, that chat. Uh, has had over seven and a half thousand views. Um, it carried on on Twitter afterwards, where he um, 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 uh, basically um, published my private email address. Ian at ianlee.com, is, you know, everyone knows, but he published my private email address, which I thought was below the belt, and he continued uh, the slating from his Hope and Glory festival account and also his Lee at Tiny Cow uh, account. Uh, interesting developments. He wasn't... You remember there were two people, two business directors of the Hope and Glory Festival, his wife and a gentleman whose name was Liam, I 
think. I can't quite remember. It's all on public record. All of that stuff is in Company's house. So, um, well, as of this morning, Lee is now one of those directors. He's had himself added to the board of directors. Um, uh, what are the bits and pieces? Are there some of the ticket companies are now giving refunds? Um, people, some people got upset with me shouting, give him a refund and where's the money? Uh, the thing is, I think it's really important to keep asking that question, where's the money? Because people bought tickets, um, on the proviso that the, the profits were going to the Manchester, um, the victims of the Manchester attack. And, um, as we now know, as we found out exclusively on this show, that's not gonna happen, right? I would suggest the majority, at least Saturday's bands would have been paid. I imagine Sunday's might have been, I don't know. Um, there's money swilling around somewhere. There is money swilling around somewhere. And, um, it, it, none of it is going to go to the Manchester victims. I would imagine that some of the, 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 the ticket money will just be, it'll be money they've paid for the tickets. They get that straight back. Uh, some of it might be from insurance, which again means there's money swilling around. And of course, not for a second suggesting that Mr. O'Hanlon, despite being an absolute um, uh, scumbag in terms of his online behaviour, I'm not suggesting for a second he's doing anything bent or corrupt with the money, but I believe there is money somewhere and I would like to know what's going to happen. And can I just say thank you, thank you, thank you, and I won't mention any names, I have had several people reach out to me, as the Americans say, to tell me their experiences of um, dealing with and working with Mr. O'Hanlon in the past. And they were surprised that um, he was as polite for as long as he was on the show. And some people have, have shown me email exchanges. Again, I only have their word that that's what happened. Um, but some people have shown me email exchanges. Some people have, have, have told me about other things. I know of at least two companies who um, claim that they were so upset by the behaviour of Mr O'Hanlon that they withdrew halfway through a, a, a gig. They withdrew working with him because they were so upset um, by the thing. And I'm being deliberately vague because I don't want to... If I say something specific, it might identify the people that have got in touch with me. And I, you know, and I said I would, would um, keep their names private and stuff. Um, and um, I've just been sent a, 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 a link to um, uh, an article written by Mick Dolman, who I... Again, I'm, I've just seen this, so I've not had any chance to verify it, but who is claiming to be a stage manager that worked at the event and he's written a very long thing i'm i'm literally just seen this so i'm going to scan through it i've had quite a few messages asking about hope and glory what went on i haven't replied to most as i don't have time so here's what you wanted to know we arrived on site backstage at the stage i was asked to stage manage around 10 10 a.m just over two hours before our stage kicked off which i only found out when we arrived as the production team and not sent me any advancing I was greeted by the artist liaison who quickly told me she was going to take over at the accreditation office and that I, I would have to take over her role as well. Um, uh, I've arrived already. I've taken on a second role. I went on stage to meet the stage crew, all two of them, but they were top lads. T two people running the stage, flipping it. They were, oh, my stomach. They were top lads and worked hard on making everything right when I got my bands on stage. Upon meeting them, they asked where the backline was. That's like the monitors and, and microphones and all that. I had no advancing, so I didn't have a clue what was going on. Um, 
Oh, that that means a drum kit as well. Um, uh, he, someone had told all the bands in emails they needed to bring full drum kit, which when I asked the first band on, they showed me all the emails. There was nothing in there that mentioned them bringing one. Um, it's basically, it goes on, basically they had to borrow, beg, steal and borrow bass amps and drum kits. Um, um, let me jump ahead. Um, keeping with Star Sailor, when they arrived and parked in the car park, their tour manager showed concerns as they had a full long wheelbase van full of gear to load in. At this point, he was being quite abrupt with me, which, thinking about it now, was understandable. He told me I had two minutes to sort it out or they were going home. That's how annoyed he was. So we decided to load in from the back of our stage, blocking a lane on a main road, but the only thing I had on my mind was to get these boys on at eight o'clock. Um, I had no stage hands at all through the day. Two turned up right on cue and we got them loaded. Eight o'clock, Star Sailor went on and played to at least 2,000 people. Job done. Sunday night, back in the hotel, me and Chantel were talking about the day and how bad it was organised and the conclusion it was dangerous for our bands to come and play that day. I think that means on Saturday. We woke up 6.30 Sunday morning, promptly got the phone to all the uh, tour managers of the band and told them we were pulling our bands from the festival and the reasons behind our decision. It's it's a car crash. The interview was a car crash. The, Mr. Leo Hanlon is a car crash of a human being. His manners are absolutely despicable, um, shocking. He's shown no remorse. Um, he's shown no humility. Constantly finger pointing. And if you re, if you Google his name, all of his other misadventures where people have been left out of pocket or with bad shows or with no shows, at no point does he go. It was me. I'm really sorry. As as the head of the thing, I, maybe I could have done it. I'm sorry. It's always, it was such and such, and it was such and such. And um, saying things about the, the, the his wife's business manager, you know, posting stuff online, you know, implying that he'd had a criminal record. For, I don't know if he did or not, but just just a thoroughly unpleasant, cowardly man, okay? It was on Radio 4 today, and I caught the tail end of it, and Mr. O'Hanlon didn't go on. They said we asked the organiser, and he refused to come on. Um, I've got I've got a strong feeling, although I don't know, that Watchdog are going to do something on it. And, all, and here's the thing. I don't think we said this on it. For the last 20 minutes of that show on Monday, Sam, who's taking the calls, was getting um, phone calls from someone claiming to be Mr. O'Hanlon's sister, saying that he was in a terribly emotional state, he was possibly suicidal, and it was all my fault. And for quite a while afterwards, me and Catherine, um, we felt we felt a bit... You know, we weren't high-fiving our way to the car park. We felt a bit rotten that maybe we'd been responsible for a man's mental decline. Um, my sympathy for him went the moment he posted my, my private email address and um, continually slates, you know, I mean, call me a, a Z-list celebrity if you want. I mean, it's just like getting your dick out and measuring it. It has literally no I- effect on me whatsoever. You know, he was blaming, he's, he's not paid Liam his 90 quid like he said he was going to. I have. I've given that. Le- it's a young lad. I've given him 90 quid. The, uh, Lee hasn't. And, and Lee said he'd pay me back the 90 quid. So I gave him my email addresses. No, I want your bank details. I'm giving you my bank details, sir. Um, so we're watching the story. We're watching the story. Some people are getting their refunds back. I hope you, you will as well. I think we also need to address the fact that there's also allegations from his side that we are somehow um, friends with, or there's an inappropriate relationship yep. with someone he's had trouble with in the past. That's not true. No, that's not true. We, I, I, and I did mention that on Monday, but I will just say we had someone get in touch who 
claimed to have uh, worked with Mr O'Hanlon and had some information. I said, that's fantastic. This young man was then um, uh, honest enough with me to say, actually, I've got, I've got previous, and he sent me a link to his previous, and the previous did involve a court case. And at that point, I said to him, well, listen, thank you very much. Uh, I've got loads of people already, um, and because of what you've told me, and I appreciate you've told me this, and it was in the past, I can't carry on this conversation with you, and I can't certainly can't g- glean any information from you. Um, uh, and I have those emails, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm perfectly comfortable that that was how that you know relationship panned out. But the suggestion that you are friends is patently no, no, not no, no. true. Mr. Hannon is a, is a liar and a fantasist, in, in, certainly in that respect, and one wonders in what other respects possibly as well. Uh, we're going to watch the story. Um, you, you feel if you were there and you you, you, you want to give us an update, please, please do. If you've got your money, let us know you got your money. Um, and I will, I'm going to, I'm going to be following Mr. Hanlon from afar because I would, I'd love to know what his next venture is going to be. I'm hoping he won't ever put on another music concert or festival or theatrical experience again, because obviously it, it, it you know, I, I found four that were disasters. Um, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching you, Mr. O'Hanlon, and I'm going to be, the next festival that has Hope and Glory or Tiny Cow or Leo Hanlon's name associated with it, boy, oh boy, I'm going to be watching that. Boy, oh boy, I might even rock up myself and have a little look around. I might even do that. That might be a weekend trip. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Yes, Alan. Hip, 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 Cass. Hip, 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 Alan. Hip, 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 Cass. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Cass starting her own gang. Oh, can, oh, can I be the first to be yo-yos? <laughs> you could be chief yo-yo. Oh, thank you, yo-yo. <laughs> what about hip, hip, hip? Hip, hip, hip is your gang, Ian. Yeah, but you can't I'm be... The original. Dude, you can't be in both gangs. You're in what? Here we go, this is tonight's show. Whose gang are you in? The hip, hip, hips or...? Yo, yo, yo. Uh, this led to a football argument in Birmingham. Who's side are you on? Aston Villa or Birmingham City? Right. Well, I couldn't give a stuff about those. What was going? No, I couldn't. No, no, I couldn't. I couldn't care less what's happening in Birmingham. It's the stinkiest city in the world. I know. Whose side? Whose gang are you in, Alan? Hip, 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 or yo, yo, yo? Oh, I'm. I'm torn between the two. I tell you what. I'm going to be generous. Why don't you join the yo, yo, yos? No, it's fine. You can be a hip, hip, hip. No, you go and join the yo-yo-yos, no, Alan. No, honestly. Seriously, Kath, it will be... You've known each other for years. Uh, I don't want to... It would be... I've got an idea. Alan's... Deadlock. Why don't we both call him and see who he comes to? Give Tuff. me 30 seconds each year to explain why I should join your gang. It's all right. Ladies first. It's fine. You can go and join Ian's. No, I tell you what, uh, Alan... No, that's not an argument, is it, Kath? Alan, <laughs> Alan, why don't, why don't you toss? Sorry, Mr. Kenneth, I'm saying card again. What? Mr. Caddick was saying be quiet again. You're Mr. Caddick? Me dad, he's, uh, gone, he's gone to bed because he's got work in the morning. I... So we have to apologise to Mr. Caddick. Oh, you do, I don't. It's not my dad. My dad's dead. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, that means he can't tell me off making too much noise. I can make as much noise as... Yes, I, I can make as much noise as I want at night, but unfortunately that noise is me crying. Oh, <laughs> Ian. Uh, Alan, so you're a yo-yo-yo, yeah? No. There we go, lovely. So that's Alan... No. And I'm going to write down the names. 0344-499-1000. Who do you want to be? A hip, hip, hip? Or... <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I'm going to write down the names, and um, uh, this is what... Uh, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. We're going to do this all week, right? And then, at the end, we're going to get... a fight. Yeah, 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 we'll have a bundle. <laughs> oh, no, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do, right? We will do this all week. And then on... Um, uh, the, the, what day are we playing had? 
3rd, isn't it? Sunday the 3rd of September, we'll come up with a team game as well. So it'll be hip, hip, hips versus yo-yo, excuse me, yo-yo-yos. We'll do that, <laughs> all right? We'll, we'll see. So, so don't forget, so much going on. Sunday the 3rd of September, it is our second game of HAD. Three o'clock um, at Speaker's Corner in Hyde Park. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play HAD for about an hour, and if we've got enough people from the gangs... Um, or maybe we can just sing some songs from uh, West Side Story. But if we've got enough people from the gangs, we'll we'll have, we'll have a, a rumble. We'll have your actual rumble, and I'm going to um, get um, membership cards made. Oh. Well, I'm going to have a password. Okie dokie. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. And uh, by the way, if you're, you're tweeting in to be in the gang, you can stick it up your ass. Oh, yeah, because I'm not. I don't. I don't. You, you can go straight to the yo yo yos. I don't want lazy tweeters. I want um, hard-thinking phoners. That's what I want. I want people who've got the, the, the chutzpah to pick up a telephone and dial some numbers. Guys, if Caddick can make a phone call, well, then you can make a phone call. <laughs> so I'm never going to lose weight because we just had pizza. I like food too much. But then I go home and... Um, Do you eat more? I have a little bit of toast. Mm, I eat. Don't. Try knocking that on the head first. Um, try and, what? Knocking that on the head No, 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 I can't do that. Well, then, then, then there's your problem. Um, okay. 0344 499 1000. Ah, there was a story I wanted to do yesterday, it's in the papers today. I like bowls. Right. I like bowls, I think, but I don't like, I like indoor bowls. Oh. I don't like, um, crown green bowls. I like indoor bowls. And um, there was a fight at Crown Green Bowls. Um, a genteel bowls match descended in... Bowls, did you just say? Bowls. A what? Bowls. Say again? Bowls. No. Bowls. That's not how you say it, is it? Bowls. <laughs> bowls. What? I don't know. Bowls. <laughs> what? Speak properly. A genteel bowls match. <laughs> Sounds like bowls. Oh, grow up, woman. If you want, if you really want to join the yo-yo-yos, that's the level of um, humour you need. Go and join him and talk a load of old bowls. Someone's uh, tweeted, uh, Ian, we're trying to keep young men like Alan out of the gang culture. <laughs> No, but can I just say these gangs? I can't. Oh, I can't speak for the yo yo yos, but the the um, uh, hip hip hips. We we are we are no knives. We are a no knife gang. Nunchuckers are allowed. Of mm. course they are. Knives. No no no. Oh, we're totally tooled up. Okay, Wowzers. to the teeth. A genteel bowls match descended into chaos after a player allegedly headbutted an opponent. It emerged yesterday. The final of a prestigious county cup competition had to be abandoned when violence flared in a row about etiquette. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So there was a fight in a row about manners. Astonished onlookers described how they saw one middle-aged player square up to another and inflict a headbutt. They said the victim fell down, breaking a finger... (gasps) And the aggressor was restrained, but angrily wriggled free to have another go. Wow! The bust-up was said to have come after one player muttered a remark just as a rival was taking his turn at Atherley Bowling Club in Southampton. 
we'll continue this story in a moment. Uh, good evening, CJ. What, what, how, what, how are you going to open this phone call with a hip, hip, hip or a yo, yo, yo? Uh, definitely a hip, hip. Thank hip. you oh, very okay. much. Okay. <laughs> that's cool. That's, that's fine. We've got one all. I've got CJ. You've got Alan. Oh, bless you both. It, it's been um, a year, well, about a year now since I made my first since we phone last, call. Since we last you, spoke. To your show. A year. a year since we last spoke. No, I rang you a few weeks ago, drunk. But, um, oh, yeah. It's been uh, about a year since I made my first phone call to a national radio ha- station. Ha- happy birthday! So it, it, it's phone day! Yay! Happy phone day! <laughs> what was, wasn't it, um, what day was it yesterday? Wasn't it, wasn't it girlfriend day or something yesterday? There was something. Friends day? Friends Day, which was, no, it was, um... <laughs> Not after the TV show, I hate that show, is that... I, I've only ever seen one episode, have I seen that episode awful. twice? Well, Bloody awful. Um, it doesn't matter, anyway. I know, uh, but by the way, can I just say, we had lots of tweets last night, um, uh, uh, people who, who just couldn't get to sleep because of that frightening news report from Chuck Brinkley. <laughs> Turns out he may not actually have been a, an American reporter, well... Chuck yeah, Chuck Of course Winkle. he is. He's got previous, hasn't he? CJ, we've only right. got twenty seconds. Okay, you shouldn't. You, you shouldn't have spent. Newspaper. You shouldn't you have spent in... so long talking to Sam. I saw what was going on. You've he's used. Nice. Up... I like him. He's a great, great producer. Well, you've used he's up. Not he... a producer. He's not producing. <laughs> Bing bang wrong. Um, well, you, you were in my local newspaper, and I thought it was fantastic reading what, that. What was I in the local newspaper for? Um, MEN um, covering um, your interviews. Yes, 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 that's it. Yes, yes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're going to play part two of the Chaz interview. Uh, Chaz from Chaz and Dave interview. Chaz Hodges is brilliant, and he, he, he plays a couple of songs at the end. He's such a good musician. He, he plays one on the piano. You listen. You, you can hear him singing, but you listen to the speed his fingers are moving on that piano. I was watching his fingers incredible before we do glenn campbell died yesterday uh, which was very sad but also actually was, was a, a, a blessing because he was he was very very pil- uh, ill for a long time and um and i've been looking for kind of you know everyone's been playing rhinestone cowboy and by the time i get to phoenix and which i'm in and they are great songs you know the great songs but i'd be kind of looking for slightly unusual ones to play and my friend scott scott balcony who runs a t-shirt business in Uxbridge. He's also the mayor of Uxbridge and he's also a thoroughly decent human being. He found an album by Sesame Street. Sesame Street does country, which apparently is brilliant. And I've, I'm looking at the cover now and there's Big Bird with a bandana. Um, there's um, the Count with a fiddle and um, there's, some, there's um, Cookie Monster with a banjo. Now, um, Glenn Campbell's on there and I've not heard it yet. But Scott said this will be brilliant for your show. And I trust him implicitly. So we're going to listen to Glenn Campbell and Oscar the Grouch singing Keep On Smiling. Let's have a listen to this. Next, we have two grouches to sing for us. Here's Oscar and the Wichita Trashman himself, Ben Trumbull! All right, all right, pipe down or else we won't sing. That's better. Hi. Welcome to the Sesame Country Jamboree, Mr. Trumbull. Uh, That's Campbell. Excuse me? The name's Campbell. Ben Campbell? No, Glenn Campbell. Did you sing the grouch hit called The Wichita Trash Man? (laughs) No, I sang the big hit called Wichita Lion Man. Oh, no. It's the wrong guy. 
Oh, sorry, Oscar. I don't know what could have gone wrong. Well, I'm sorry, too. I just guess I'll mosey right on out of your way here. No, no, wait, wait. It wasn't your fault, Glenn. Can you sing at all? Well, a little. Do you think you could sing really rotten? <laughs> well, I'm no Ben Trumbull, but I'll give her a try. Okay. Here's Oscar and someone who's not Ben Trumbull, but he's going to try to sing anyhow. His name is Glenn Campbell. There's times when I'm up and times when I'm down. There's times when I'm loose and times when I'm bound. It don't bother me, cause I let it be and just to keep on smiling. There's times when I will and times when I won't. There's times when I do and times when I don't. It don't bother I like that. Thank you for that, Scott. Thank you, Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell. Oh, man. This hand has shaken Glenn's hand several times. Several times. Dear listener, um, don't call in for a bit because we're going to play the interview that I recorded with um, Chaz from Chaz and Dave last week. Lovely, lovely man. We had part one yesterday, part two now. Uh, we'll put It'll all go out as podcasts and you'll be able to uh, treasure it as a souvenir. Um, in this bit, he plays a few songs and he tells some brilliant stories about hanging out with Jerry Lee Lewis. But yeah, your original question, yes, which I've gone right ago. off of it, how did you get together, meet you and Dave? Well, uh, before we back Gene, uh, 
Don Arden uh, said, yes, he, he, I'm going forward now. Yeah. Uh, he said, yes, Gene does need a backing band. He's on this tour, but uh, Jerry Lee Lewis is on it as well. But you can back Jerry Lee or Gene. So he went, Jerry Lee, please. You know, so we, we backed Jerry Lee. I mean, my hero, yeah. Jerry Lee. So that was my chance to get on the road with him and uh, just watch him every night. And that's when I really came on good. I was learning the piano then, even though I was playing the bass guitar from, from me living. Um, what was Jerry Lee like? Did you get to speak great. too much? Yeah, yeah. We, he, he was, you could really talk to him in those days. I mean, we toured, we toured Britain with him, then we toured Germany. Uh, I was in Germany a couple of weeks, as I remember. I mean, one one time in in Berlin, we did six gigs yeah. in one day, the wow. most gigs we've ever done. I mean, loading all our own stuff yeah. in, uh, and he was grabbing cash wherever he went. A lot of army bases, of course. We started at two o'clock in the afternoon. I think we finished about two o'clock in the morning. Uh, but you could talk to Jerry Lee, and I had loads of questions I wanted to ask him. Be, you know, no one had ever spoken. But he used to come down. He was in Germany. You know, we'd come down to breakfast, sit around the table, have a coffee, and I, you know, things that I knew, like um, "I'll Make It All Up to You," which one one of the songs that that he did. It was a B side, but I thought that's not him playing the piano for a start. It's in E flat, and he don't play in E flat, <laughs> and I. Th- that's one of the questions I asked him. No one else knew. I said, uh, "Don't sound like you on the piano." I said, "It's not really your key, from what I can figure out." He said, "No, it's not. It's Charlie Rich played the wow, piano on yeah. that." He said, uh, "I was a bit tired. It was the end of the night, and it was a Charlie Rich tune. I didn't want to learn it." And he said, "Do it." I just sang it, and he played the piano. So little questions like that. And he must have been thrilled that you picked up on something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You could. Um, I mean, he loved. He loved questions like that yeah. because he was so used to uh, being asked questions, you know, so you married a 13-year-old girl. And yeah, all yeah. That. That's when he used to get wild and wanted to punch everybody, quite rightfully. But, yeah, I mean, I could talk to him uh, and he would welcome uh, questions like that, like I would, you know, when people ask about recording sessions like yeah. you're doing now about Joe Meek. I love talking about it because it was uh, a great part of my life, a great, uh, a great learning curve, as they say. And, uh, Have we got to you meeting Dave yet? <laughs> <laughs> I will get to it, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can do a lot of editing on this if you want. Yeah, how did I meet Dave? Well, I was uh, on the road with Jerry Lee Lewis, and one of the rare nights off, uh, I went round to my girlfriends, and uh, Joan, who I'm married to now, and we yeah. got three lovely kids. Lovely and, uh, Joan. I, I, yeah, yeah, she's delightful, yeah. 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 And uh, Nick plays drums for us, and Kate is a lovely musician. Anyway, but we were courting then, and they always laugh at kids when I say, Courting, Dad, was yeah, yeah. But oh, we I, were, I still say courting. Yeah, oh, I still right. say that. They it's think it's right a right lot. It yeah. is, yeah. Anyway, we were courting. And I remember I was family and lift home from her house, and the car pulled up, and it was an old mate uh, from school who was the first skiffle group uh, I didn't even have a name but the first skiffle group we started at school uh, Brian Juniper his name was I hadn't seen him for two or three years and he said oh yeah he said hey you're doing alright he said you're with uh, Jerry Lee on the road now and yes yeah I said fantastic he said I'm in a band now this is my bass player and it was Dave right and I was playing bass anyway he, they gave me a lift home in, uh, I lived in Edmonton and uh, I said come make a cup of tea which they did, and um, we started talking, and with Dave, we almost identically had the same taste in music. We loved, 
yeah, we love Jerry Lee, we love Big Bill Brooms, yeah, I love Big Bill, oh yeah, I love him, I love, the, you know, sort of the, his guitar shuffle and all that. Uh, but we also loved uh, old music hall stuff like Harry Champion, yeah. which yeah. our generation didn't really know much about, you know, but we loved it, you know, so so we just struck up a friendship. But we never thought of getting together because we were both bass players. Yeah. Uh, but we did get together, unbeknownst, uh, the first Chaz and Dave gigs were at parties because we'd turn up, someone invites us to a party, yeah, we'd be there bring a, a party seven, the old big uh, <laughs> a pipkin of beer. And uh, if there, I mean, I was learning the piano there. If there was a piano there, I'd get on and do a whole lot of shaking, a couple of Jerry Lee things. But I'd have my guitar in a boot, David have a banjo, and we'd quite often, you know, play till dawn at whatever party, just me and him. Uh, so that was the first Chaz and Dave gigs. And what was the conversation when you went, you know what, this sounds all right, we should maybe formalise this a bit and do something with this? Well, it was only... Um, I, um, leaping on... Uh, I, I, I was in a band called Ed Sands and Feet with Albert Lee. Yeah. Uh, we toured America, and I, I loved Albert's playing, uh, but I saw the band left a bit desired. It was while I was in America that... Um, and I'd known Dave for a good eight years by then. While I was in America... Um, I'm singing in an American accent, which sort of seemed all right. I don't know why, but it seemed all right in England. If you're doing, you know, uh, you shake my nerves and you're out of my brain, you're doing anything. Oh, he's doing a Jerry Lee number. Yeah. But when I was in America singing in an American accent, I thought, I felt a fraud. I thought, that I'm singing to them. It's almost like I'm taking the mickey out of them. You know, yeah. they're thinking I'm, you know, they, they come, I was coming off and they're going, what part of the state do you come from? I said, oh, no, I'm English. <laughs> And that's when it really struck me. I thought, I've got to start singing You're in my own accent. Yeah. yeah. And I started to try out a few things in America, sort of singing in my own accent. And it began, it weren't, It didn't quite translate. I thought, well, the next step is I've got to write my own songs with my own phrases, and then my own accent will come through, come through naturally. And the more I thought about this in America, the more I became obsessed with it. And uh, I remember I got home and I thought, oh, but Albert had decided to join the crickets. Uh, we were going to get a band together, but he decided to join the crickets, so that was fair enough. That's where he wanted to go. So I thought, well, me and Dave would be, it would be a great thing for me and him to get together. So I kept my fingers crossed. I rang him up. I said, I've got this idea yeah. about uh, writing songs and uh, singing in my own accent and just bringing myself out. I said, and do you fancy coming along with me and doing a thing together like a duo thing and he said just so happens he said he just come back from america with a band called mick greenwood and he said i really enjoyed the two he said but i'm not enjoying the band mm. he said the timing was dead right so yeah we asked when we got together he's a great bass i play a little bit of bass so i kind of keep an ear out for bass and um uh, I, I think paul mccartney's a genius yeah. on the bass yeah. carol k in america from yeah. the wrecking group even though she was very rude to me in an email she's brilliant but i've been watching loads of your videos recently yeah and uh, i'm really watching dave's fingers He's a brilliant bass player because he's yeah. doing that. He's doing that thing that McCartney does. That kind of melody bass. Yeah, he's yeah, not just doing yeah. the root notes. Yeah. He's playing lovely little fiddly bits going up to the top of there and little. T yeah. He's a cracking player. Yeah, he has. And um, I like to think that both of us um, 
of getting better all the time because there's always something else you can do that's why the the act always stays fresh there's always yeah. some little bit it, it basically the same but there's always some there's a little bass note that he might put in yeah i mean i go back to the early days when albert lee our favorite guitar player and I'm still in touch with albert a lot uh, if he was around in the early days, he'd come and sit in with us, yeah. which he would, you know, in the early 70s. Oh, Albert's here, plug in, Albert. And uh, he, he could follow anything, Albert. You know, he didn't have to know the songs. He would play them like he's known them all his life. And um, I remember in the very early 70s, he he was around quite a lot. Then he, then he moved to America, and we didn't see him for a while. Um, he came back uh, about two years, three years later, and uh, he sat in with us, and he went, I can't find any holes <laughs> to fit wow. the guitar plate. Wow, know, what a compliment. Over that yeah. period, you know, if there's a little gap, either I'd fill in... Yeah. We never rehearsed it, but Dave would suss that... As Chaz does a little bit there, and, and but I'm not doing a bit in somewhere else in another song, so Dave would do a little bass bit, and that's how it happened. Yeah. All the holes got nicely yeah. filled up, and Albert said, I can't find no holes. What was the was the first song, whether, whether it was live or you heard it in playback, where you went shit we've we've got something here this is we've got something unique the first playback uh well the first album that we did um we used to do a lot of sessions well i was doing a lot of sessions on the bass um with uh derek lawrence he was a good producer i was still in touch with him there he's a great, great bloke and he and uh big jim sullivan started a record company called retreat records yeah. and we were doing lots of sessions among them was one we did with Labby Sifri that yeah. uh, Eminem sampled. Have you had any money from that yet? No. Right, no. okay. Touchy subject. Yeah, no, well, I didn't even know, you know, I, I was playing the guitar on it on that one. Um, uh, Big Jim Sullivan was the arranger on it, as I remember. He arranged the whole album. Uh, so, if any anything, he should have got some money from it. And we, we were just, we are playing a part yeah, yeah. on that. You know, we booked on a session and yeah. Jim would go, oh, Chad, can you play this sort of feel on it and that? Yeah, great. Dave, because one, once uh, me and Dave got together, I'd, people would ring me up and say, you know, I'll do a, a gig on bass, a session. So I don't play bass now, I play piano or guitar. Uh, Dave plays the bass, so I'd row him in on Brilliant. the session, so that's how it works, yeah. you know. Uh, but, yeah, on that particular session, Big Jim Sullivan... Um, he would just, you know, Dave, can you play this bit? I think we had um, uh, Ian Wallace on the drums, and great, uh, great, great drummer. And him and Dave used to work things together, you know, sort of like little bass drum bits uh, and bass uh, bass together. Um, but yeah, it, we were playing an arrangement, so it wasn't out of our heads. It was out of Big Jim Sullivan's head uh, that Eminem and Nick. Yeah. So I didn't really feel that. Jim, that I re deserved any money for it. It was Big Jim Sullivan's yeah, yeah. all his work. So whether he did, he's dead now, poor old Jim. Uh, whether he did get any money for it, I don't know. But um, at your best, right? I think your songs are up there with Ray Davis of the Kinks, in as much as um, you know Ray Davis at his peak before he kind of went American. He really captures englishness not britishness but englishness and i yeah. think that your uh, your best your songs do that as well they are you know, you know partly because of the you know the voice that you're using to sing but they just describe england and a, and a period of englishness and an english sensibility do you know what i mean by that yeah and uh, a lot of people sort of 
um, got the wrong end of the stick when we first started. That yeah, I we, bet. That we were going, oh, we think we're the best, you know, London's the best. It was just purely, like I started out saying, I wanted to become myself. Yeah. So, well, I know what he's like because I've heard his songs, you know. I know the sort of bloke, that, the, the, the things that he's interested in and, uh, and how he phrases things because I've heard his songs. So... If I've achieved that, uh, then I've done it right. And so. that wonderful... You mentioned kind of the musical songs as well. You've got that marvellous sense of humour as well that I think Ray at his peak has yeah. in. Things like... Um, what was the one I was listening to? Doesn't anybody around here speak English anymore? That's a brilliant song. Yeah, yeah. It's like... And bollocks. Yeah. It, <laughs> they're, 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 yeah. they're brilliant songs and they're really, really funny, yeah. you know, which is tricky to do in a song. Yeah. I funny enough, I, was, I went down to the post office about a week ago and... Uh, Went there, walking in there, this kid on the bike, about 11, I suppose, come on, his big, quite big tyres on. He went, you're jazzing, yeah? I went, yeah, yeah. He said, oh, he said, I love your songs. I said, what's your favourite one? So he, went, he said, uh, uh, Rabbit, Margaret and Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, hang on a minute. <laughs> it was dead serious. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, it's... Um, uh, don't anyone speak English? See, a lot of people got the, the wrong end of the stick there because of the title. It sort of sounds like it's racist, yeah. But it ain't. No, no it's not, at all. not at all. It is. What what got got me was uh, when reading um, when like uh, journalists in the Melody Maker and the Enemy started speaking in you know no way and yeah. uh, it, all these American phrases are coming. You know, we're going to go to the movies, and I thought. No, we got the pictures. We don't go up to the movies, and that's that was the reason. When I go, it ain't right here, but it's all right over there. It's yeah. like it's you know, it's great in America because that's how they speak. Yeah. But we, we don't want us speaking. I like still America. say that we're going, boys. We're going to the pictures. Ooh, it's right, yeah. But it is it is one of those lazy things where people hear Cockneys and they hear a title like that and they think, oh, it's going to be, oh, no, yeah, and yeah. it's not. It's a really clever. Yeah you know critique of of people you know using americanisms techno babble and just not speaking english yeah 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 it's, it's remember what you yeah. used to say a lot of people forget yeah and funny enough i mean everybody says it now no way everybody said they know there's no chance that's what we say oh, no chance yeah they go no way but it's normal everyday conversation now but i can remember when it started in the <laughs> 70s and i like, i remember the the singer in uh, his hands of feet uh, he said ray smith keeps saying no way you know oh yeah we don't say that do we but yeah it's gradually crept in and now everybody says it what it? was it like becoming pop stars because you were pop stars you did the top of the pops you had yeah. the hit singles you did the pop videos that must have been that must have been strange. It was strange. It was not as good as uh, everybody else thinks. Yeah, I mean, I top of the pops. I mean, the greatest are, are the gigs. They still are. I mean, um, uh, and anybody who g goes out gigging, I mean, it's like um, Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer, with, you know, I know Vic Reeves pretty well. He started, he's, uh, when he's dealing with TV people, if you've got to deal with them all the time, yeah, that's got to be a drag. I mean, Mark Lamar, he's a mate of mine, and he's not, you know. But when you go out gigging, you're just doing what you want to do, and you've got a crowd that have come to see you. Yeah, You haven't got anybody to say, oh, don't do this one, don't do that, and yeah. just do this. So, uh, yeah. And I forgot your question. What was it like being a pop star? Yeah. <laughs> well, was, yeah. it, was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? It must have been a weird transition from having played music for so long yeah. to getting that um, 
that spotlight on you, you know, that, yeah. that proper famous in the tabloids, on top of the pops, on the telly. Look, it's Chaz and Dave walking down the street. Yeah, um... It wasn't, um, it wasn't as good as everybody no. thinks. It, it was quite, I mean, being on top of the pops was quite boring. You'd spend uh, two minutes rehearsing in the afternoon, then they say, oh, we'll see you in three hours' time. Yeah. And uh, luckily in those days, uh, the, the, all the the, uh, the roadies and that, I mean, I learned to play poker in the old days. It was a great pastime because <laughs> yeah. yeah, it kept you away from the bar, you know. Yeah, you yeah. sort of, sort of playing a bit of poker and you get a coffee and all that. It was a great um, time waster uh, went for, for times like that. But if you didn't play poker, you'd be careful. You, you could be stuck in the bar all the day. And by the time the gig come, you know, you, you couldn't do what you're supposed to be doing. But, yeah, it, it's, it, it was a, a necessary evil. Because yeah. you wanted to plug your album and you wanted to plug your record. But uh, the actual, uh, you know, if I had to do that all the time. Well, I wouldn't do it all the time, put it that way. You, well, you're still doing the live gigs in Royal Albert Hall yeah. again soon, isn't it? Is it, is it next yeah. year? Um, yeah, it's sold out already. It's sold out nuts? really quick. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, that that is great. Um, 20th of April, we're doing it next year. Uh, uh, we did it for the first time on our own. Did it a few times over the year on other people's yeah. shows, but uh, first time, um, and we sold it out about uh, three years ago, I think. Isn't that funny? And I still remember that feeling uh, when we went on it was like you're in a big football stadium you know <laughs> and gentlemen Chaz and Dave and like just the roar that went up yeah. it's just, I mean I love that you know never never one never. of my coolest moments um for the Teenage Cancer Trust I got to go on stage at the Royal Albert Hall yeah. introduce a video about cancer and stuff which was you know was very humbling yeah. but then I got to introduce the Who on stage yeah, I got yeah. to go ladies and gentlemen it's the Who yeah. and I was there you know when they were, yeah, but, but that roar from yeah, that yeah, crowd yeah. Is, is, is magical yeah. yeah oh yeah I'll say I mean we finished off we did uh, sort of three sets really we did an acoustic set because we had Martin Taylor on our latest album so we did a bit of an acoustic set uh, anyway we finished the, the first main set off we got and at the end of it they were all on their feet ready to go yeah and the woman uh, uh the stage uh manager this woman she said i've been here 30 years i've never seen a crowd <laughs> do that yeah uh and but at the, when we when we went, went on for our main set at the end they were just all up dancing i bet, I bet. and had these great big like, stewards you know sort of but i remember this great big bloke and this dude like they're trying to sit him down which you can't yeah they just want to dance and this great big bloke looked at this steward and just held his hands out and like what are you gonna do <laughs> i'm gonna dance whether you like it or not mate and this steward just sort of like looked down shook his head and walked away they weren't going to cause any trouble they just wanted to there's dance. a lot of affection for you Chaz and dave and um I interviewed uh, Francis Rossi a while ago, and uh, uh, there's a lot of affection for the Quo now. And I think you yeah. you had a similar thing that the Quo did, where you got that big pop career and you're, you're on top of the pops, and then for a while, and I think this happens to all bands, happens to the Beach Boys, you sort of become a bit of a joke for a while because you're so familiar yeah, yeah, and so yeah, everywhere that you, yeah. you you become a bit of a joke. And then if you can ride that out like the Beach Boys did, like Status Quo, like you've done, mm. you become. Just, I, I don't want to say national treasure because I don't no, even I know, know what that I means. But you become, yeah. you know, yeah. part of the. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, are you, you must be aware of that affection. You must have got a lot of that when you were diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, a lot. And um, I, I, I put the uh, my message to, to how I was getting on. I think every couple of weeks yeah. uh, to let people know. 
uh, and I just you know I want to say thank you. There's loads and loads, thousands of like, retweets. I you bet. know, you know, how you doing? And so Twitter was great because uh, in the old days, you know, you, you'd, you'd get letters and you got answer, which which I would have done. But Twitter, I could instantly put out there how I'm feeling, yeah. and you know, and like yeah. yes, it's going good, and yes, I feel good. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that was just a, a great, great warming feeling to know that all those people would uh, just wish me well and and wanted to come and see me on stage again. And we, with, with the first one back was uh, Hyde Park three weeks ago, four weeks ago, uh, on the summer stage there and great great afternoon <laughs> and we have we, we've developed uh, um i don't know by accident or by someone there up above on all the festivals it doesn't matter what the weather's like in the day as soon as we go on the sun comes yeah, out yeah there you and go it, you it has been doing someone's it. on your side yeah it did it at i park and it did it at jimmy's farm a couple of weeks yeah. ago but um apparently on the summer stage uh, the promoter said we got the record crowd ever <laughs> oh, so brilliant. it was it was brilliant. great yeah it was great to be you, now banjo banjo what is this it's a banjo this is beautiful my uncle elf's banjo um he had this all through the war i've seen old photos of of him playing it with my mum on the piano and uh a, a six string that's unusual uh, no, no is it a, not it's a five string He's got, has he not got six pegs? What's it going has on? got six pegs, yeah, but it hasn't got... I don't know why it's got six oh. pegs. It actually is a five-string, but okay. I've got the, the fifth string sort of moved over because I'm strumming. Yeah, I'm oh, not I actually see, using... Yeah, 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 yeah. The fifth string comes up uh, halfway up the neck there. Yeah. Um, but I'm not using it as a five-string. I use it as a... Go on, give us, give us a little tune. Uh, yeah, what I do... Chaz. <laughs> that's brilliant man brilliant it's a great sound isn't it it's wonderful yeah oh yeah i've done it up about um when my uncle elf died uh my brother acquired the banjo and, yeah but he 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 said you want it he said you my brother played a little bit in the old days but he said you'd make better use of it so i said great so i did it up um i've got the action going better and put a new bridge on it and put new strings it on it it sounds incredible doesn't yeah. it yeah i've got i've got it really playing in tune as well right up the octave so it's got that party sound in yeah. it straight away it just makes you smile it, it just does, it makes does. you smile you yeah. can't argue with that yeah. sound i remember albert lee saying the same thing we when we was in los angeles uh, uh, years ago with ed sounds a fee winning shop and there was a six string banjo there and uh, I think Eric Clapton ended up getting it, and he gave it to Dave. Dave still got it, but this six string. I remember he picked <laughs> it up, and he went brong, and he said exactly what you yeah. just said. It just instant smile. Yeah. You've got a smile, isn't yeah. You? It's and happiness. It does, yeah, it, it really is. I've, I've noticed there's a piano here. Yeah. Any chance of getting a song on the on the piano? Would that be all right? Yeah, I could do it. I, yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm loving this. Give okay. us anything you fancy on all the right. piano. Okie dokie. Well, this piano is uh, got a bit of a history about it. It's uh, 
my daughter's piano, yeah. Beckstein. Had it in their house years ago, and uh, cut a long story short, we got it back, and my daughter's now. So, got it. Uh, and so you, this was yours years ago. Yeah, I bought this uh, where we used to live in Wareside. I bought this. So, what year would have that been? Uh, about nineteen eighty-two or something like that. Yeah. No, but a little bit later, about eighty-five, I suppose. Then we moved, and uh, where we moved to, it, it couldn't accommodate the uh, the grand piano. Sold it to a friend up north. Uh, then my daughter Kate was. Uh, we were going to get a piano uh, about six months ago. She's a brilliant musician oh, and singer songwriter. Yeah, I've got I mean, some of her CDs. She's great. Could do, could do a whole program at least about what Kate does. Yeah. I mean her songs and uh, the talent that she's got. But this piano she learnt on. Uh, I'm cutting a long, long story short. I managed to get it back. Um, the bloke I sold it to, he just so happens he, he rang up and he said, I'm moving house, do you want to buy it back? The, <laughs> the timing was dead right. Isn't that amazing? So we got it back it's in the house. Stunning. Oh, man. Jerry Lewis ones I, I uh, learnt was uh, off his album 1959 first one of the first ones I ever played on the piano I think Hank Williams one Goodbye Joe we gotta go we all mind without a fly hold a beer roll down the mile Size of the grin on my face. That is brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. Chaz, thank you so much for your time. Oh, I've also got to thank you as well. Your, I think 
you are the reason that most people in this country know the order to pot the balls in snooker. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. Whenever I'm playing snooker, it's right, pot the red, then screw back for the yellow, green, brown, blue, pink and black. That's the only way I know the order is because of that song. Same, same here, I had to look it up. I think <laughs> my brother-in-law told me, Bruce, he's a great snooker player, so he told me the... Uh, the order of them but uh, yeah managed to rhyme it as well <laughs> Chaz I love you so much man and, and I know one of the great joys is because you know I'm friends with your son-in-law yeah, yeah. Paul and um, uh, but coming to see coming to your grandson's uh birthday party like five or six years ago and yeah, i brought yeah. my boy and you were the turn you were you know it was in a church hall and you were up on the piano yeah, doing yeah. the music for it yeah, which I is well, if there's a piano there I, I, you can't keep me away from it oh mate thank you so much for your time oh, i man. really appreciate yeah, it. it um yeah. and uh, i'll see you in april at the royal albert hall yeah we're gonna do something together oh we? god shall we i'm embarrassed yeah. to i've got my ukulele you should do what do you want to do whatever you fancy i'll, I, I'll, I'll you. Oh God, I don't, I'm not very, I'm nervous and embarrassed. Um, the only thing I can play, I've gone out of tune. Go on. I've got the Beatles song. Yeah, yeah, I've just on. seen the face, which starts with a, what is that, a G? I've just seen a face, I can't forget the time or place where we just met, she's just a girl for me. I want all the world to see we've met. That's made my life. Thank you, Chaz. <laughs> Good, a bit high for me, but I think I've managed it in the end. Thank you, mate. Good. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, we're back live. Hello. It's 11.40. It's uh, Wednesday night, 0344-499-1000. That was uh, Chaz just about... <laughs> <laughs> I was so embarrassed, you know, you know, singing on Frank Mills and stuff like that is, is fine. But when you're in front of someone who's, who's, is a professional musician who's been playing for years and they've just told you about playing with Jerry Lee Lewis and Gene Vincent and Joe Meek and you've just seen them play the piano and they say, go on then, go, you do a song for us. It's like, flipping it, really? That's the song I sing for my boys. And, um, and, 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 and what was, what was great as well was, um, he didn't know what chords I was doing. He just went straight in, played it straight in. Love that. He's a pro. He's a pro. He's brilliant. And um, if Chaz and Dave are playing uh, anywhere near you, I thoroughly recommend it. You know, that warmth that, that you got from that conversation. I've not seen them live yet, and this is my, my great regret, but they're playing near me. When's the theatre? They're playing near me soon, apparently. I'm going to get tickets. I'm going to take the kids along for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. 0344. Uh, 499-1000 is the telephone number. Things we are talking about this evening. We are, uh, dividing ourselves, um, as if the world were not divided enough. We are dividing ourselves into, um, team hip hip hips and team yo yo yo. So far, um, well, let's, let's just say, um, both teams could, could 
could um, could do better. I've got CJ. And I've got Caddick. So I'm winning, <laughs> but just. I'm joking, guys. It's just, it's just um, what, what do they call it? It's just banter, guys. It's just banter. Team bants. <laughs> just team bants. It's just Team Bants. 0344-499-1000 is the um, telephone number. Noel Edmonds got a new television series starting. I thought you were going to say new bid. Has he still got the same bid? Same bid. Mm-hmm. Um, new colour. Um, but he's got a new TV show starting. You know who's on it? Barry from Watford. I thought he was dead. Well, this is, this is the thing, right? I had it on good authority that Barry from Watford, who's been calling me for years, had been um, murdered by his son, Dave. Mm. Um, But then I saw a trailer for this new Noel Edmonds quiz, and Barry from Watford was in it. Well. Cheeky git. I, I, I bet I'm he's glad do- he's alive and well. I bet I he's mean doing Noel. It, I, bet he's, <laughs> I bet he's doing it cash in hand. Yeah, I mean Noel. <laughs> Noel Edmonds claims we'll never die. Oh. Noel Edmonds has made bizarre claims that death does not exist and Wi-Fi is a greater threat than Ebola. The Deal or No Deal host said the world was being messed up with phone signals, internet and electricery. Uh, he said electricity, but I like saying electricery. He said... How does Noel Edmonds... Well, well... Well, I'm Noel Edmonds. No, that's Mick Jagger. Well, I'm Mick Jagger doing Noel Edmonds. (laughs) Okay. He said, we are covering ourselves in the wrong sorts of electromagnetism. The biggest problem we have is not Ebola. It's not AIDS. It's electro-smog. Great name for a band. (laughs) Go and have that. I would love to be in a band called Electro-Smog. Electro-Smog. Hope you like us. Hope you like our new direction. This one's called Jazz Odyssey. It's written by our bass player. Have you seen Spinal Tap? Yes. I love. I love not seeing that film for a long time. I need to watch that. This one's called Jazz Odyssey. It's written by our bass player. We hope you like our new direction. <laughs> <laughs> I told them your name had to go above the puppets. <laughs> they were. Um, they were still booing him when we went on stage. It's <laughs> a great line. They were still booing him when. We... Mime is money. Mime is money. Come on. Um, he said, we're covering ourselves in the uh, Wi-Fi and all the systems we are introducing into our lives are destroying our own natural electromagnetic fields. He kind of makes sense to me because it's because right now we're being bombarded with radio waves, um, gamma rays. Yeah. Uh, microwaves and the, the telly. I when I watch the telly, very yep. rarely. Yep. The the seat I prefer is right next to the uh, Wi-Fi box. Yep, 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 yep. That's getting me straight. Away. Makes you makes you feel frisky, doesn't it? No. Yep. Nope. Makes me fall asleep. Um, I was I, I was I remember a girl saying to me once at college that where your TV if your TV's in the wrong place in your bedroom, it can make you sleep funny because of the electricity. I've never had a television in my bedroom. Never? No. Never? No. I don't, I don't want to do it now. But, well, we've got smartphones and laptops, so I have now, I guess, in a way. I used to, yes, I used to have an, an N64 in my bedroom. When I was an adult, when I was an adult living in a flat that I was buying with my own money, I had an N64 in there. What's an N64? Oh, for goodness sakes, Catherine. Kyle, get, which team? Okay, we're going to start the show. Both of... Um, me and Catherine will do the team calls and we'll see how you respond. Okay, I'll go first. Hip, hip, hip. Yo, yo, yo. 
I can't, I can't decide. I, you've I, you've I got to. Ask. You've got to. <sighs> we'll try again. You go first, Catherine. Yo, yo, yo. Hip, hip, hip. It kills me to say this. I'm really, really, really sorry. You've both been great contestants, but... Oh. Hip, hip, hip. Yeah! Get in there! Get in there! Kyle! I'm high-fiving you! Bang! Yes, buddy! Yes, buddy! Yes! Yes, my friend! Yes, he made, you've made, what you've done there, Kyle, um, you have made probably the most important decision of your life. And, um, you will not regret that because being part of Team Hip Hip Hip, um, you'll be protected, you'll be looked after, you'll be nurtured, you'll be fathered, you will also be entertained. You sung that. Um, a there lot. will be, there will be singing, yeah, there'll be a, uh, there'll be a Team Hip 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 song, of course there will, and we'll all be singing it, I'll be doing the harmonies. Um, you've, you've made a really great decision, Carl, and uh, you will not regret that, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, I was on the fence, I'll be honest with you, until, uh, Catherine claimed not to know what an N64 was. Thank you. Is that a Nintendo 64? It's too late, Kath. He's he's one of mine now. What would you like to say, brother? Uh, no. Do you know what? I think it was. Pretty, I think it was probably that. To be honest with you. Sorry. I think it's probably that. I can't. That that was it. Thanks very much for calling. The reason for the call. That's it. There Good caller in your team. Excellent. Excellent. This is fantastic. Um, birds are allowed in my team as well. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, no, Lemon says Wi-Fi and all the systems we are interested because well, here's the thing, right? There are lots of signals bouncing around through us constantly. Old radio signals from the nineteen thirties are out there, and they can be captured if you have the know-how. That is true. They is don't. It? Yes, it is. Well, someone told me that. Okay. No, I, it might I got, be true. Then. No, I've got this right. Old radio signals don't die; they just um, uh, go and work on Capital Gold. No, old. <laughs> When's um, David Prieber on? D- no, don't be rude about David Prieber. That's unfair. Diddy David Hamilton coming on? Oh yeah. Yeah. That went quiet, didn't it? Well, which is unusual for him. Um, no, I am sure. Can someone? Is there a scientist? You read his book. Uh, it's, it's, um, in the pile. I said I'd get in touch with him when you'd finished it. Well, mate, I told you last week I'd finished Billy Bragg and you'd not got in touch with him yet. I have now. Well, okay, fine. When's he coming on? I don't know, he's a busy man. I can read, I can read, um, Diddy David Hamilton's book in a day. <gasps> I'm going to tell him that. Yeah, do, because it's a wonderful, uh, uh, a, a, a wonderful, wonderful book. Um, now, I'm sure that old radio signals are still floating around out there, that they don't die away. I'm pretty sure one of the know-alls on Twitter will correct me in a slightly smug way and then wonder why I don't respond to them. Because uh, mute you've them muted again. them. Well, I've, well <laughs> I've unmuted them, and now I know why. I'm remembering why I muted them. All you are is energy. Remember that. Noel has spent £2,000 on an EMP pad. Oh, here we go. No, it's your cancer box to fix the problem. He said, I use it eight minutes a day. Don't, if, if Vaughan is listening, switch off, buddy. Vaughan is um, the uh, cancer man that... Um, the cancer man? Yeah, the cancer man that Edmund's taunted. Well, he's got cancer and he's a man. What would you want me to say? Vaughan, there's room for you on yo-yo-yo. Oh, you can have him. He's going to be weak. He's going to be... 
I'm not being funny. I, I, I want the, the, the fittest of the fit, the purest he's of the pure. He's a battler. Mate, he's going to have medication. He's got to carry around. Sorry, Vaughan. I mean, you're a nice lad and stuff, but this is this is important business. This is important business. I can't I can't be doing with that. Can't be doing with that. Um, I don't wish him ill. Just don't you know? If you just if, don't want him on your team. If we were picking teams, he'd be the last one I'd pick. But that's not discrimination. That's that's um, sense. Evening, Dan. Evening, Ian. Evening. Old radio signals. Yes. They do not die. Thank you very much indeed. I knew it'd be you, Dan. They go out into space. <laughs> yes. And they go further and further and further and further and further. Yeah. Now, in theory, we should be able to catch them. So that means that um, um, aliens will be getting the man from the ministry and wacko right about now. You're not far wrong, because a couple of years back, somebody ingenious did an April Fool and managed to convince a bunch of Doctor Who fans that NASA had located missing episodes of Doctor Who in space. Oh, that's a mean trick to play. It's a very mean trick, but oh my, they fell for it. Yeah. Of course, you could also get old-fashioned radio by listening to a certain podcaster. Um, who? <clears throat> oh, no, I see what you mean. I see what you're doing there. You're doing, uh, well, I believe they used to call them the uh, old days satire. Um, satire with brackets around it. I, but my, I, the other day, Dan, on, on Twitter, you may have seen, I asked loads of people, well, I asked everybody who was following me that hasn't muted me to um, suggest some like, old American radio shows that I should listen to. And I wrote down, I wrote down a list. I actually um, took notice of what people said and I wrote down a list and I keep meaning to. I might do it tonight when I get home. When I get home at the moment, I'm kind of buzzing and then for the day I feel lousy. But I, there are loads of people I should listen to. Phil Hendry, uh, Art Bell, Coast to Coast, um, Opie and Anthony, I don't know who they are, um, and Studs, Studs Sturkel. Studs Turkle. Studs, it's either Studs Turkle or Stud st- Stud Sturkel. They do sound like Grumble Flick stars, don't they? They do a little bit. Stud Sturkel. Yeah. Coming in your Of course, ears. if you're buzzing when you're getting back in, you want to listen to something a bit slower, like This American Life, which is just. I don't Americans want new stuff. Talking very slowly about nothing. I don't want new stuff. I want old stuff. Hmm. Do you ever get overwhelmed, Dan, by the amount of stuff there is? I do look at my podcast list and I think, yeah. uh, I've not listened to that one in three months, but I can't bring myself to unsubscribe. Yeah. yeah. I know I'll get around to listening to them. There's just so much stuff, and that's that's just podcasts you're talking about, but then you expand it to podcasts and radio shows, and then you expand it to podcasts, radio shows and music, and then films, and then books, and then video games, and then countries, and then um, food stuff. And there's just too much. There's, there's too much choice. I can understand why some people want to be in prison. Don't people? Some people do like being in prison because it's time to catch up. Yeah, yeah, I would catch up with book in. Catch up on my reading, and um, um, and and all the PlayStation Two games I've never played. I've got PlayStation Four games. They were bought for me for Christmas. They're still in the cellophane. Oh God! I want to play them, but I have a child. She's four. I can't get round to it. No, it's it's awful, Dan. Thank you very much for that. Um, This is one of my. Thank you, Dan. This is one of my. There's too much stuff in the world and 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 here we are catherine and myself throwing more stuff your way with this show and 
this podcast and the rabbit hole podcast and the the um door into summer thing i do and lights out lights out and all of this this stuff tag. just throwing stuff at you tag we're throwing stuff the the tag is slightly different tag and lights out if you don't know lights out i'm doing a performance art piece in um september at the big green bookshop in wood green um there's only holds 35 i think um and ticket source.co.uk slash ian dash lee and what it is you come bring a cushion or a pillow if you want because you're going to be sitting or lying on the floor uh it's going to be a complete darkness complete blackout and for an hour i'm going to fiddle with a radio and just tune it detune it short wave medium wave long wave some as big as your head and um and and that's happening for an hour and then afterwards, I was, you know, just if you want pictures taken and all the usual, we're doing that. So I'm doing that in September. But the thing about that and about tag is they are more, um, they're, they're, ex- they're, they're experience- events. They're events. And once they've happened, they've happened and you can't, you can't go, oh God, I want to go back. And, and there'll be no recording of this lights out thing. Some, someone wanted to film it and said, oh no, 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 no. There'll be no recording of it. Nothing. I'm not, it's going to happen and it will be a unique. And if I ever do it again, which I might do if this goes well, um, it, it will be unique because it will be literally listening and tuning and detuning live radio, you know. Um, so those things, that and the had, they're more, they're more experiences. It's the things that are collected, like albums and videos and DVDs and there's just, just so, so much stuff. And we are contributing to that pile of stuff by, by doing, you know, making podcasts and things. But that's life, isn't it? I suppose so. I suppose so. You know, and it's how I how I feed my kids. Um, it's how I feed my kids. Uh, mm. um, uh, the telly presenter added, uh, uh, Paul, Paul and Julie, we'll come to you after the news, if that's right, because there's only two minutes up until the news, and I want to give you all a fair crack of the whip. Um, the telly presenter added, you don't live life, life lives you. Oh, dear, someone put that on a poster with the shadow, uh, silhouette of a Native American man, please. There isn't such a thing as death. It's just departure. Want to put that to the test, Edmonds? That wasn't a threat. It was a joke. <laughs> you cannot die. My energy will return to where it came from. Your mum's woo-woo. Pa- oh, no. Part of a massive, incomprehensible, impre- incomprehensible universal web of energy. He is talking about um, his mum's vagina. Oh, God. Can you there stop a, talking about it? There was a weird thing the other day in our house. With both of my boys running around, shouting at the top of their voice, Vagina! 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 Well, my daughters find that word hilarious as well. Yeah. It's and, a funny word. Well, uh, but they say vagina. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, um, vagina. It was China <laughs> for a long time. In, 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 and I think, I think they may have just worked out that it's gina, not China. Yeah. Well, I get reports quite often. I've had to, I had them both sit, sit down and said, you mustn't do that if she's just kicked me in the vagina. <laughs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good news. When there is a nuclear uh, holocaust, which is coming, we none of us will die. Uh, Paul, Paul, and Julie, I will come to you in a, a, a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, for goodness sakes, dear listener, this you, you must be having fun because we are. This is the late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's fill the last hour with the cries of your calls as you decide, Team Yo 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 or Team Hip. Hip, hip. There really is no other show like this that I've found. This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of Late Night Radio, Ian Lee. 
differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio on air and off the leash. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hello, dear listener, new. Hello, dear listener, old. 03444991000. You call us, you speak to Sam, he'll take your name and number, give you a call back. If you're waiting for the hook, the question, uh, the anger, the uh, uh, the fear uh, that the, the will strike you so that you, you phone in, it doesn't work like this at all. We've kind of had some unusual shows so far this week. In, you, unusual in terms for us in that they've, they've kind of had a bit more of a narrative to them but you can literally call in about anything maybe it's a big news story maybe it's a tiny news story maybe um you've just you know you, you touched a cat for the first time it can be anything 0344 499 1000 is the um telephone number things that we talk about we don't die we're all energy and yeah you know stuff like that what's woo woo is woo woo well, that's ghosts? another name for um no not that because Howard Hughes was talking about, well, it can't be uh, that. He was now. talking about, um, do you want woo-woo on the show? And he wouldn't mean that. Right, now. You know the sceptics with a K? Yeah. That's one of their words mm. for uh, nonsense, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, bunkum. Okay. Well, okay, you, you're not telling me But what... my little girls would laugh their heads off if you said woo-woo to okay. them. Um, we're also talking about there's too much stuff. I've got too much stuff. Just too much stuff, you know. I want to to declare a year zero in terms of stuff. But I can't stop buying stuff. I'm addicted to stuff. I've worked out, actually, why I keep buying so many books and CDs. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the next bit of inspiration. That's what it is. And by buying these books and CDs, I'm hoping... That one of them. It's why, I, and I tell you what, where it clicked is because why? I, you remember that big book I bought in New York of yeah. um, vanity self-published records? Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful book, and um, and I've I've not still not really looked at it because I want to sit down for an afternoon because I, I think it's going to. I think it's. I think once I start going in that book, that's going to take me off onto the next project, whether it's an hour that we do on this show or it's it, 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 it's a documentary or it's it, it, or it's. I don't know. Well. I don't know if you know you're saying this out loud, but yes. um, we went in a bookshop recently and you were saying, I want to discover something. I want yeah. to discover. That was what you were muttering under your breath as you were looking through the book. No, that was in FOP, wasn't it? The record yeah. shop. Yeah, I want, yeah. I, want, I, want, I want to, I need something. I'm, I'm waiting for the next thing. that we go, oh, that's what I want to do. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We've got two Pauls on the line. We're going to go to Liverpool first. Good evening, Paul. All right, there, Ian. Welcome, greetings from Liverpool. Are you, are you hamming up your Scouse accent a little bit? Yeah, I, I love being a professional scouser. For goodness I'm taking it to that role, you know. <laughs> I, I thought you were. I thought, hang on a minute, he's turned that up to 11. <laughs> no, I, I'll revert to my posh phone voice now, Ian. Um, you what? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Hey, you remind me of a really good thing. Do mums yeah. still have phone voices? Because my mum... Does anybody... Because yeah. my mum used to do the phone voice. Hello, can I help you? Yes, we're off to the theatre. And I wonder if people yeah. still do a phone voice, because phone calls are more common now with mobiles than they were 20 years ago when it was that one phone on that little table in the hallway. And I wonder if people still do a phone voice. I, I think we've become more Americanized now. We're not so class conscious, the British. So we don't really try and pretend to be middle class when we're not anymore. You um, know? yeah... Yeah, I, especially well, up north. I mean, down south, they're a bit more class conscious. Well, uh, uh, isn't everybody middle class now? 
Well, I don't think so, no. Well, because, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there are any sort of real working class people anymore. Yeah, but maybe the whole class system's just collapsed, you know, just about money now, as like in America mm. it always was, you well, know. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I, w- I rang up when you said that was just energy, and I thought, well, that's a bit, a bit reductionist, Dean. Hang on, that's no, hang on a minute, that's Noel Edmonds that said that. Because, you know, why would we take anything seriously? I mean, you take popular culture very seriously. Who does? Almost, you almost have a teenage enthusiasm what? for popular culture. Oh, well, well, hang on a minute, you've said two statements that don't necessarily go hand in hand. First statement yeah. was, I take it too seriously. Second statement, I have a teenage enthusiasm. I'd agree with the second. I don't know about, th- yeah. th- the first, I think, is, is a different thing. Yes, it's I have a teenager. It's music, isn't it? It's just songs, it's just words with a bit of a tune to them. They come and they go. I mean, they're not that significant at the end of the day. T- to you? No, I mean, they're not in, in, in the, you know, in the greater scheme of things. To you, uh, they're not. But, 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 but the very fact that some of them do have significance for me, it shows that it, it, you, you can't speak in such a generalistic tone about that. I think we've got to have, like, social recognition of significance, you know. We can't be purely subjective here. No, but I don't... You, now, you're just, now you're just saying words and not not making any sense. You, what you, I'm saying, it's got to be outside of us. We we can't judge ourselves whether it's significant, can no, we? No, 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 you're not listening to me. If, if, a, on, if, if a pop song is significant to me... Yeah. ...then it has significance. You but, don't think pop music has significance, so it's not significant to you. Those two things can ex- can coexist in the same universe. It has some degree of significance, but pop music is transient, and it's very generational, and it passes, you know, it just goes. Incorrect. It's to be disposed of. Incorrect. Incorrect. Well, you think of popular music in the Victorian times, right? No one listens to that now, or very little of it. Well, it no, only, it's there for a time, you well, know? Well, no, but no, 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 but that's, well, okay, I probably could if I, if I hit my head, I could think of some Victorian songs, but... Um, the reason that, that pop music as we know it now it, it is more long-lasting, uh, music recorded in the last 60, 70 years is more long-lasting, is because it was recorded. Up until about, you know, 1950, most things weren't recorded. They were on bits of paper, and you had to go and buy the bits of paper and know how to read that those those notes and play it on a piano. But pop music now... now isn't it? Yeah, but everything's pop, recorded. But, but so pop, recordings itself is going to be become less significant no 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 but, there's but, so no, much out there no now. no no but 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 this is why i can't name a victorian song but i can yeah. name songs from for example the 1940s or the 1950s because they have been recorded so they are by very definition more permanent but even those have faded now they're not played often on the radio and, well, and you're, you're listening to the wrong you're there. listening to the wrong radio there's a brilliant radio station which I dr- listen to sometimes, drive out. It's either called Angel or Vintage. I think it's called Vintage. And they play some wonderful stuff from the 30s and the 40s on. It's brilliant. You know, time's the great filter, though. Time will filter all the rubbish out. And all you're left with is the gems, then, the absolute gems, you know. But, but, but again, I go back to your original statement that, that, that pop music and pop culture is not significant. 
To you, it's not significant, but to me, there are moments in it that are, and to other people, there are other moments that are equally significant. It might be the song that their dad sang to them when they were a baby. It might be the bit thing that was on the radio when their nan died. It might be the, the song that was, the, you know, a film that yeah, was on well, when I they first had real sex. significance. You know, like, like we, we still appreciate Shakespeare, and he was writing in the 16th century. We don't really... Oh, you any other playwrights in the 16th century? No one knows who they are. Well, th- uh, again, that's only... not true. Again, that's not true. You talk about reductionism. You- you're criticising Noel Edmonds for reductionism. That's exactly what you're doing. Well, you, ultimately, you've got to reduce things because there's just too much out there. But then, it? how come your opening gambit was an attack on reductionism? Well, because we've got. Well, I believe we've got a soul. You see. And I believe we've got emotions and feelings, and we give meaning. But isn't that so? Isn't meaning. that soul just an energy? But it's got meaning, isn't it? When someone dies, we don't go, "Oh, the energy's been switched off." We lament their passing because it's a soul that's disappeared. Not everybody. Yeah, but people. I mean, why do we love anyone? I mean, are your what? kids just the balls of energy, or are they something really significant to you? But uh, you know the answer to that question. They're both soul. You relate soul to soul. Now there's a band. Yes. What's the meaning, Ian? What's the meaning of life? Thanks very much for calling, Paul. Um, I, I do find it um, the slight snobbishness of um, um, saying that popular co- and pop music, it, by its definition, is pop is popular and it's populist, and it was it was meant to be disposable and thrown away in bubblegum and plastic. But 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 but. And by the way, so was Shakespeare. Yeah, it, yeah, but uh, but pop music it, it can have amazing significance, and the very fact that we, um, uh, you know, fifty years of. Um, Sergeant Pepper, an album I don't particularly rate, but the fact that, that, that 50 years later, after um, most of the people that worked on that record are dead, um, we, we're still celebrating it, you know, and, and that's from 1967, you could go back, at, okay, when was the first Elvis record? Um, that, it was 1954, 1954! So that is, um, that's, hang on, how many is that? That's 63 years and people still get chills when they hear that. Because there's so much wrapped up in it. It's art for a start. So it's, there are trends. You, there, you know, and you can hear that in, in classical music too. So if you, you know, if you want to listen to classic FM, that, that was popular music of its time. You can't say that's not significant. Oh, it tells um, you a hell of a lot about the like, time it was like People like List were, um, were rock stars shagging all the time, taking drugs Mozart. and shagging. Yeah, God, they were at it, baby. Don't you believe it? Let's go to Paul in London. Good evening, Paul. Yo, 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 think oh. careful the way. I don't even know who this loser is, so... I, uh, Doesn't matter, he's listen, mine. Listen, she's in this, She's in the gang, she wants tools. I've got pickaxe handles, I've got baseball bats, and I'm going to see me mate tomorrow, get some shooters. <laughs> We're going to meet you in Hyde Park, you're going down. Um, <laughs> uh, that's fine, Paul, you can join the yo-yo-yos. <laughs> you happy with that, Kath? That's the element, you, you, wow. you're a gangster's mole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well... She's also the funny one out of you two. So. Uh, cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. That is... Um, we don't... It's all a bit of fun, guys, but when you start criticising my humour, that's... <laughs> that's when I, uh, I really have to get involved. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The Late Night Alternative. Your gang really is common. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Julie, hip, hip, hip. 
Hip, hip, hip. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. This is great. This is great. Well done, Julie. No messing around oh, there. None of this I've sisters. Missed, I've missed you guys. Oh, I've, we've missed I've, you, Julie. I've, I've missed you so much. And I'm, I'm glad you're in my gang. I'm glad you're in my gang. At the moment. Are you listening? I don't think she knows. Hello, can you hear? Hello. Doesn't matter. She said hip. She said hip, hip, hip. She's in my gang. She's not in your yo, yo, yo nonsense. So um, <laughs> that's fine. Where are you, Julie? I'm in Cyprus at the moment. Oh. Last week I was in Tenerife and um, I thought, do you know what? I, c- I can do a week family holiday with the kids. Yes. I, I can go without Salt Radio for one week. I can. I can. And then I've come back and then I was back a day and then I'm out for a friend's wedding. She got married today to a guy who's been in different soaps, a nice Scouse guy who's been in different soaps. He's in Emmerdale at the moment. He was in, and, he, was in, um, he was in different strokes, did you say? <laughs> different soaps. <laughs> different soaps? What is soaps. she saying? He's been in different soaps. soaps. What, soap He's operas? An actor. Yeah. But then you said he was transgender. She never. <laughs> oh, she said that He's he in was. in Emmerdale a, at the moment. He was a woman and a man. <laughs> What is, what is she saying? Julie, are you sure you want to be in his gang? She's it's in my gang now. confused place. It's written down. She's got the tats and everything. It's in there. And I was speaking, somebody, I heard somebody say, so I'm out in Cyprus for my friend's wedding, which was today, and um, I heard one of the party guests say, oh, do you know what? All I listen to is LBC. Oh, and I said, I said, I said, no, I said, I'll tell you what you want to listen to. Yes. You want to listen to talk radio. Yes. It's brilliant. You want to listen to the Ian Lee show. Oh, I like Ian Lee. I said, you want to listen yes. to the show? Yes. It's yes. fantastic. Yes. And yes. I've been, but I'm in the hotel that has got terrible Wi-Fi. You, so and you, you, been... Is that a euphemism for being really drunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, but funny you should say that. Yeah, um... we know. We can smell it here, love. Flipping heck. You're, you're drunk, in, drunk in charge of a phone. Wedding. It's allowed. It's allowed. I've been to a wedding. Okay. So I was saying how brilliant the show was, and it made me think, oh, I really want... So I found a place in the hotel, which if I go to the real corner of the balcony outside, I can get... I can get the Wi-Fi. So I was at the corner of the balcony, and I thought, I'm going to phone in and say hip, 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 and how much I'd miss the show. because. Yeah. And then when you were saying about the previous week's show and what? the previous week's show and how what? it's been brilliant, yes, we, oh. I feel like I've missed out. Well, you have you have missed out terribly, Julie. But, we've, but I'm we, here now. Thank you very much indeed um, for calling. And, and I think this song sums up um, Julie's uh, evening. Yeah, I don't know, it's always extraordinary experience. I understand. Well, everybody has that sort of experience. It's something to do with the sun and all that. I wouldn't understand myself, really. You know, quite for no reason, I'm here for the season and high as a kite, living in error with Maud at Cap Ferro, which couldn't be right. You know, everyone's here frightfully gay. You know, nobody cares what people say. Now, though the Riviera is really much queerer than Rome at its height, on Wednesday night, I went to a marvellous party with Nunu and Nada and Nell. You know, it, it, it was in the fresh air and we went as we were. And we stayed as we were, which was hell. Poor Grace started singing at midnight, and she didn't stop singing till four. You know, we knew the excitement was bound to begin when Laura got blind on Dubonny and Gin and scratched her veneer with a Cartier pin. I couldn't have liked it more, honestly. I've been to a marvellous party. We played the most wonderful game. Maureen disappeared and came back in a beard, and we all had to guess at her name, imagine. <laughs> old Cecil, good old Cecil arrived wearing armour, some shells and a black feather ball. Poor Millicent wore a surrealist comb made of bits of mosaic from St. Peter's in Rome. 
but the weight was so great that she had to go home. I couldn't have liked it more, honestly. It's the most fabulous idea. I've never seen such a carry-on. I mean, it couldn't happen anywhere else but on the Riviera. It was, it was peculiar. You know, people's behavior away from Belgravia would make you aghast. So much variety watching society scampering past. You know, if, if you have any mind at all, Gibbons divine decline and fall sounds pretty flimsy. No more than a whimsy. By way of contrast, on Wednesday last, I went to a marvelous party. I must say, I must say the fun was intense. We all had to do what the people we knew might be doing a hundred years hence. Can you read it? We talked about growing old gracefully, and Elsie, who's 74, said, A, it's a question of being sincere, and B, if you're supple, you've nothing to fear. Then she swung upside down from a glass chandelier. I couldn't have liked it more. I've been to a marvelous party. We didn't sit down to dinner till ten. You know, and young Bobby Carr did a stunt at the bar with a lot of extraordinary men. Poor Frida arrived with a turtle, which shattered us all to the core. The Duchess passed out at a quarter to three, and suddenly Cyril cried, fiddle dee and he ripped off his trousers and jumped in the sea. I couldn't have liked it more. I've been to a marvelous party. Elise made an entrance with May. You never have guessed from her fisherman's vest that her bust had been whittled away. Poor Lulu got fried on Chianti and talked about Esprit de corps. Louise made a couple of passes at Gus, and Freddy, who hates any kind of a fuss, did half the Big Apple and twisted his truss. Ha <laughs> ha! I couldn't have liked it more. Noel Coward's got a song for every um, <laughs> call that Julie makes. You even got the pace right of her speech. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> song, that, isn't it? I love that. I haven't heard that for years. Um, let's try this. Good evening, Doris. Oh, hello, dear. Um, I'm, I'm 84, you know. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm slightly confused. I phoned him about the diet, diet thing, but then Jan was talking about trans, trans, transgenders. Yes. Yeah. Is I'm slightly confused to what what a transgender is. Yes. But, but I wanted to, you wanted to do do about diets. Yes, we can talk about diets. Yes, dear. Yes. You 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 said you wanted to lose weight, David. Yes. 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 Would you like? I've got I've got a, a lovely recipe for you, David. Thank you. Could I could I tell you it? Yes, of course. Excuse me. Uh, it's a vegan uh, diet. It's not going to offend anyone, is it? Um, only those that um like to eat vegans. Can you eat a vegan? Oh, very tasty. You can eat squirrels, apparently. Yes, you can. You can stick a a, a spike up their bum and roast them over a fire. Oh, dear. Delicious. I don't think I'd like to do that, dear. A bit nutty, though. They keep me up all night, David. Yes. All night, they keep me up. Yes, they would, Ethel. I must admit, I I phoned... Is it Sam, your um, um, not prosy, um... Produce, producer. No, but it, it, no, he's not the producer. But yes, it's Sam you spoke to. Yes. Yes, and he said, oh, "Can I ring him back in an hour?" Yes. I said I was going to bed. That's Be good. with me, dear. Yes. He said I was going to. Hold oh, up. It's Jimmy again. Hello. No, it's Jimmy. It's a squirrel again. Okay. He's back. Thanks. It's a squirrel again. That's great. Let's go to uh, Dave. What a delightful idiot. Good evening, Dave. Good evening. 
hip, hip, hip. Thank you very much, Dave. Have we spoken before? Um, yeah, we have. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're that guy. So How the devil are you? So far... Uh, in the hip 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 team, there's CJ, Kyle, Julie, and Dave, and in the yo yo yos, there's Paul in London, who was a knob, and Alan Caddick. Not looking good, Boyley. Do you know what it reminds me of? Go on, David. Wizard and Chips. Oh yeah, go on. Because there was two gangs, weren't there? There was the Whiz Kids, and yeah. there was the Chip I was a Whiz Kid. Mate, oh yeah. Ah, oh, you know what? You, you played that song, that Noel Coward song, yes, a bit I did. earlier. Yeah, well, yes, a little bit earlier. Yeah, it was lovely. Thank have, you. have you ever heard um, any of Tom Lehrer's songs? No. Yes. Poisoning Pigeons in the Park? I have heard that one, yeah. Oh, it reminded me of that. Well, guess who came first? Um, Tom Lehrer was about 1953. Noel Coward was working very, very hard in the 1920s and 30s. Oh, fair play to him, then. Fair play. Um, now, I'm a bit confused. Am I only allowed to call in if I touch the cat for the first time? No, I was offering that up as a suggestion of some, you know, if people were wondering what they they wanted to call in but are unsure what to call in about, I gave them some um, some topics that, that you know, to, to fire off their imagination. Have you ever touched a cat before? I have. I'm relieved to know that it's not a necessity no. for a call. No, 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 no. You can call in about anything. But if anyone has touched a cat for the first time or would like to ta- touch a cat for the first time uh, while they're on the telephone, 0344-499-1000. I think you need to broaden it out a bit further if you might let me just produce you for a second. Please do, Catherine. If you've ever touched... If you've touched anything for the first time today, call us now. 0344 And that can be risky. anything. Very risky. I know, but the stories, Dave. Think of the stories. All right. Can I tell you something that dawned on me today, Kath? And Ian? Yes. Ian? Doug, sure. Do you know what it dawned on me today? That as a seven-year-old, I was duped by my parents. Go on, mate. Well, I was thinking about how they packed me off to Sunday school every week. Yeah, I used to go to Sunday school. Mm. Were your parents hung over on a Sunday morning as well? Um... Because mine were... Hmm. No, mine weren't actually. But yeah, we got sent off to Sunday school. So did I. Weird. Did Did your parents go to church themselves? No, they did not. I also went to Wednesday club. Oh right. That was the same thing, but on a Wednesday. And my Sunday school and my Wednesday club um, were very, very happy, clappy. They were a mm-hmm. gospel tabernacle. <laughs> Sorry. Well, mine. The, the, the woman that ran ran ours, she'd got she played the guitar and she'd got Jesus written on it in like with with like colourful stickers. Yes. And I I thought her name was Jesus until like I uh, suddenly dawned on me. Hey, I was just thinking the ladies that used to come and sing to us at school yeah. had guitars with stickers on. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what they used to have as well? Rainbow guitar straps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very oh. good. Very Christian. Um, that the best Christian song can't be played on an acoustic guitar. I'm afraid. What? Come by Yama, Lordy, come by A terrible song. I know, but that's the standard, isn't it? No, but exactly. The, but it's a terrible song. Then the best songs. The best songs require um, a, a piano or a, or an organ. Big, big old church organ. I think you're probably right. And is there a, a singular song that you're thinking of? 
That's quite a good one. One in a taxi, one in a car. Yeah. Um, one, are you ready for, um, round two of Pornhub Stump? Oh, yes, I am! I'd love to have round two. Remind the listener of, um, what that involves, please. I've had a few drinks, couldn't you? Well, um, Dave has done some extensive research on Pornhub, uh, where he's typed in very niche... Um, branches of porn, and we have to guess how many, uh, matches those niche descriptions throw up. How uh, many videos are available to the, um, selective... Pervert. Ooh, pervert, Okay, yeah. what have you got? And th- by the way, likewise, when we played this last week, this introduced us to hummus porn. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's some... Of which there is one video. Yeah. Yeah, but it, the, the number of, uh... Viewings has gone up by about three. <laughs> um, okay, so, so picture the scene. I'm settling down in front of my laptop. Yes, I've got porn up on. Yeah, I'm feeling fruity, and I type in asthma. Oh, <laughs> um, three. I think five. You're on fire, Ian. It's two. Yay! <laughs> he's, he's already looked it up. Yeah, it's one of my favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an inhaler. <laughs> That's not an inhaler. Okay. That's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for the next Oh, one? mate, I'm ready. Bring it on. Okay. Yes. Okay, I'm feeling fruity. I'm on porn up. And I want to find something that's eloquent. Is that the word? Eloquent. Eloquent. Oh. Seven. Um, five. Three! Ooh! <laughs> what? what hap- hang on, what happens in eloquent porn? <laughs> I'm going to insert myself at an angle of 47 <laughs> no. degrees. Oh, that's a big word. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me another. Friction. Oh, oh, gosh, loads. Go on, then, you go first. 500. 12. 16, Ian, you are the Pornhub King. King. of <laughs> Kinks and Kink. Swingy Dinks. Is that all we've got this week, Dave? No, 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 there's more. Go oh, on, gosh. you keep, I can do this all night, go on. Number four. Yeah. Petticoat. Petticoat? Yeah. 50. Um... If you're not going to take this seriously, I'll hang up right now. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Fifty. I reckon fifty for petticoat, yeah. Four. What? I'll make that two-two, Kath. Yes. You've pulled back equal. Okay. Num- <laughs> number five. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Kebab. Oh. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible game. Fifteen. Nine. Jeez. Oh, Ten. Ian, it's three two. Oh, Thank you. so close. Thank you. Now, this this is this is will cater to a certain type of lady or gentleman. Yeah. Sarcastic. <laughs> Give me a good sarcastic video. Six. <laughs> um I'm gonna go four. Ooh, twenty two. What? Um, 
four two for Ian. I do find sarcastic women very sexy. Actually, <laughs> there's something about it that it really is. There's something about it. Oh, that's so great. Uh, <laughs> it's four two, and there's only three left. Oh so man. Pull your finger out. I will. Oh, is that is that the next one? Pull your finger out. Um, <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Unwashed. Oh God. <laughs> Eighty. Thirty. Oh, this is too much of a coincidence, Ian. Twenty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dog. Five two. <laughs> Oh, that, there's only I'm, two not, left. I'm not proud I'm winning this, by the way. This is not a competition I'm enjoying s- leading in. <laughs> well, I can hang up right now if you want. No, go on, carry on. He's loving it. <sighs> Saddle. <laughs> oh, we were talking about saddles the other day, Yeah, there was we? a shop full of them. But it was bicycle saddles, yeah. not horse saddles. No. Now, because pony porn is a thing, isn't it? Mm. People, they, they pretend they're ponies. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 30, 3 zero. I'm going to go 50. Calf, 86. Yeah. Ding, yeah. ding. There we go. There we go. Right. Winner takes all. Last one. All right. As, as, as my, my, we were playing this um, rip-off. You weren't playing this, were you? No, playing this rip-off game of Uno, Scooby-Doo game with my kids. And my, my and I don't think they've heard this line from me, but we played loads of games. It was getting a bit boring. I said, let's play one more. And my boy went, right. Whoever wins this is the best in the world. I'm thinking, <laughs> that's what I say, but I've never said that in front of you. I okay. think that's standard playground. So whoever wins this, Dave, is the best in the world. Away you go. Okay, now, bearing in mind that I'm trying to stump the Pornhub yes. search engine, the last one is stump. Think about it. Oh. <laughs> go on, you go first. Think about it. Think about Niche, it. but when, when they get into that, they'll get into that. Less um, niche than you'd think, huh? Oh. I'm going to go 47. I'm going 50. Oh, Ian. 233. Dirty <gasps> dogs! <laughs> oh. Dirty. Well, nothing dirty about it. Lots of people have stumps, and that's great. You know, that's, that, that's, that means that there's somebody for everybody. Yeah. Dave, you've really lowered the tone. Thanks very much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, I'm sure it has. 03444991000. Steve and Dom, stay there. Come to you after this. <laughs> The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Steve's in Newcastle. Good evening, Steve. Yo, yo, yo. Yes! Well, I don't even know who this bloke is. <laughs> is, he, is he called before? He's none of your business. Good. Well, you talk to him then. No. You talk to it him. It was, uh, she kicked me in the vagina, that's funny, I'm afraid. <laughs> kicked me in the vagina. Brilliant. Have you called before, Steve? I don't recognise the name or voice. Yeah, I've called a few times, but not for a few weeks. Okay, so obviously not. Last time I phoned was with that riddle. I don't remember. About your guest. I don't remember. Mm. I don't remember. Oh, I remember. I don't remember. You do Um, remember, Ian. Don't be churlish. Come on. I've been nice to your people. (laughs) To my people. (laughs) Did you just drop one? No, it was my foot. Okay. Of course it was. Because <laughs> feet Listen, make farting noises, if don't I, they? If I drop one, there'd be glitter and rainbows hey. everywhere. I don't see no glitter. Steve, what you got for us? I touched something for the first time today. Oh, what did hey, you touch? Hey, here we go. This is good. What is it? Uh, a golden... Hmm. Golden Oreo. Oh. What? Biscuit. What? They're just out. What is... What? A golden Oreo biscuit? Yeah. What flavour is it? It's... Just sort of, um, you know how they're sort of 
brown. It's just sort of um, like an oat biscuity colour. Well, but is it oat? Oh, like a hobnob colour. No, is are you say is it vanilla flavour? Like yellow. Yellow. They've been out well, for ages. Yellow. What? Hang on a minute. They've been out well, for. Brand new. Hello. <laughs> I- I'm talking. Don't talk over me when I'm talking over you. Uh, th- they've been out for ages, though. Uh, no, well, not, it says new on the packet. Well, th- I, this is what I'm disputing. I'm not disputing that you touched one for the first time. Because I caned mm. a whole packet of those about six months ago in a hotel room. Yeah, but I live in Newcastle. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Okay, yeah, that says it all. He's that, destroyed you there, mate. That says it all. That says it all. We're down in the south. And what did you make of it, Steve? Well, I had it with Mars Milk, but you've got to do it properly, because they don't do it properly on the advert. It's a, they just they dip it in and eat it, that's just rubbish. Well, you do that silly twist thing, do you? Yeah, and then you lick the cream, and then you put Mate, the two you're an idiot. back you, together. You're an and idiot. And then you take a mouthful of milk you're an idiot. and go suck it all, what? sort of, so it's all in, and then chew it. And it's here's here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. <laughs> That is not that is not a British tradition. That's an American tradition you've got from adverts and movies. We haven't had Oreos over here for more than fifteen years. You have been totally sucked in by Americana, Steve. That is not a great British Se- tradition. Says the monkeys fan. Well, no, but it's fine. But he's saying that as though it's there's only one way to do it. That that way way was invented in about nineteen ninety eight in California. Now I said the way on the advert was crap. Yeah, but they, but then you're citing away as though that's the traditional way that we've been doing it for hundreds and hundreds of years. No, I just said it was nice that way. I'm glad Better he's. Than the I'm glad he's in your gang. I'm glad he is because well. he's got bad manners. He's not. He's very ru- very rude to me. He's been. <laughs> he hasn't. He's been. I haven't been rude. He's you been, haven't, Steve. You ignore him. He's been he's got, very very rude he's got to a me. Cop on because of the coffee. No, thing. the first time I phoned up, I said I used to love your eleven o'clock show and that, all that stuff and whatnot. And you've been he fine. Said I was a very nice man. In the past, you've been fine, Steve. But your tone this evening. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> no. exactly. I'm teasing. Um, so what are you going to... got a lovely squeaky laugh as well. <laughs> squeaky? Wow. What, uh, what are you going to oh, touch squeaky. tomorrow for the first time? Well, it gets more squeaky as she gets, as she laughs. No, it's the more drunk uh, she more. gets. <laughs> Steve, what, like are you go- what are you going to... Hello. What are you going to touch for the first time tomorrow? Um. Well, I don't know. Um, not food stuff something more exciting another man's penis <laughs> i could do if it was killian murphy i would yeah he's yeah i know what you mean i know exactly he's the only man i fancy yeah um who's it i fancy at the moment <laughs> R- a ruffalo oh mark ruffalo do you know the actor mark ruffalo he's so steve? Dreamy, steve i'll google him i'll google him the, google him. Fancy him that much and he's the only man you fancy he's probably pretty hot i tell you what steve Give us a call tomorrow if you get to touch Killian Murphy's penis. <laughs> hmm. Don't go to prison for it. But Ask him first. Yeah, you never Take know. him for a drink. Court him. Woo him. <laughs> Have you got his email address? Yeah, it's Murphy at hotmail.co.uk. <laughs> All right, Steve, yeah. tell him we sent you, yeah? Yeah, he might be working in England. He might be. I can hitchhike, touch his penis and get back and phone you. Thanks very much for calling, Steve. I'll take your mobile. There we go. That's great. <laughs> that is great. Is one is one phone call tomorrow? Yeah, can I phone Ian Lee? Yeah, I'm in prison, <laughs> but <laughs> you'll never guess what I touched. Are we okay giving out um, no, movie stars? No, I think stars, it's incitement. Giving out movie stars email addresses like that. I don't know if that's an appropriate thing to do. 
Um, let's go to Dom. Good evening, Dom. Evening, boss. You all right? Yeah, good, thank you very much indeed. I'm, I'm worried that we've just um, s- created a sex criminal. Killian Murphy, if you're listening, start running. Yeah. Start running now. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Robert Sheehan. Sheenan? What's he called? I don't know, because I don't know uh, who you're talking about. Channel 4 programme called Misfits. Nope. There's an Irish lad in it who had beautiful eyes. Oh, you fancy him, dear. Yeah. Everyone's got a gay choice. Everyone's got a gay choice. Yeah, of course they have. Nothing wrong with that. Are you going to ask me the question? I know what. Oh, I know you mean, Robert Sheehan, yeah. Hip, hip, hip. Yeah. Well, I don't run at Cap Oil quotes, do I? Hip, hip, hip. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you very much, brother. At Cap Boyle quotes. Oh, God, it's dirty, but I'll still suck it. What? I never said that. <laughs> you talking about that was you in Nando's the other day with a straw. I never. There was a straw. It's an outrage. Dropped on the floor. It's dirty, but I still suck no, it. No, I never said that. That's exactly what she said. This is all vicious rumours. First Killian <laughs> Murphy, now me. <laughs> this comes to rumble. We're going to get panned, mate, because you're all wet letters and she's double hard. So. <laughs> you know hey, it. listen. Let, hang on a second. This is running all week. The hip, hip, hips, right? CJ, these are your brothers in arms and sisters in arms, Dom. CJ, Kyle, Julie and Dave. Listen to the flipping yo-yo-yos. Some bloke called Steve in Newcastle. Paul in London and Alan Caddick. I mean, flipping <laughs> it. I don't fancy those chances now. No. Yeah, but then there's me. Yeah, well, you're going to carry them all, aren't you? Exactly. You know it. You know it. Anyway, Dom, uh, what have you got for us? Uh, that Chaz interview is brilliant. It was what good, wasn't it? What a nice man. What a lovely, lovely, lovely man. And, um, just, you know, when he started talking about Jerry Lee Lewis, and it's, it's a window on, on, onto another world, you know, I don't know anyone that's met Jerry Lee Lewis, let alone met him, but sat and had conversations and played in his band, and now I'm sharing a sofa and a cup of tea with so We both had cups of tea, and we didn't touch them, because we were talking for the whole hour, and so our teas went cold. It was wonderful. Wonderful. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Dom. Thank you. Oh, no, it's brilliant, and, and that's what I was trying to get out the other day when I was sort of not speaking very verbosely, but um, uh-huh. when he just sort of drops in the conversation, like, yeah, I've saw this banjo, and then Eric Clapton bought it and gave it to <laughs> Dave. Yeah. It's like, that's the sort of thing I hear. It's like, you're never going to read that in a yeah. biography or anything. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, no, he's good. Well, the chances I... that... Go on. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, we need, we, um, we, um, Belinda Carlisle's not coming on the show, um, which is unfortunate, but um, well, uh, but someone stuck, you know, someone did something that was particularly unprofessional. But that's fair enough. These things happen. Um, they won't happen again. It won't happen again. No, 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 no. You, you don't nick. You don't nick another show. She's going to be on Paul Ross's show, and Paul Ross will do an absolutely brilliant interview, and I know he will because Paul Ross knows his stuff, and he'll do a cracking interview. So when you hear her on Paul Ross's show, I haven't got beef with. Um, no, what are you saying? With Paul Ross, no, we no, no, no beef with Paul Ross. I've just had an email through. How are you fixed Monday for Dean Torrance? Hey, Dean from Jan and Dean on Monday. I'm fixed fine. Yes. <laughs> we'll call him a 10. <laughs> but we need to, we've got some more guests coming up. And I need to have, me and Kath need to have another little brainstorm with some good people like Chaz. I like the idea of going to them and sitting with them because that was a much more relaxed interview with Chaz than if we'd yeah. done it on the phone or even if he'd come in the studio. So I, I like the idea of, of kind of getting on their turf so they feel a bit more relaxed. So we'll, we'll, we'll have to have a little think about that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, I was going to suggest if you can get Paul to do an outside broadcast every week, just what? like five minutes of Chaz talking about hmm. whatever. Oh, yeah, well, get, we can get, we can get Chaz as a correspondent or something. Yeah, just a weekly, like, and here's the Chaz feature or something like that. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's Chaz. We'll see. Well, well maybe. You. That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Dom, I'm going to Have cut you, you off. Hang on, one sec, one sec. Oh. I can't.
Um, anything with Robin Asquith? Who's a tit? No, it's not a tit. What are you talking about? You said someone's a tit. You did say and that. And you said someone's a no. bastard. You said someone was a... Uh, <laughs> Robin Asquith, I had an email from... Um, a woman who's working with Robin Asquith. Apparently, he's coming on soon, but we haven't we haven't got a date yet. Oh, looking forward to that. Well, awesome, let's carry on. Who were you calling the tit? I thought you hung up on me. I was in the middle of asking a question. You calling me? Called you. Right, that's your yeah. team right. member. No, 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 Dom. I'm ejecting what? you from the hip, hip, hips. He's not coming in mine, and is I'm, he's coming in yours. No, he's not. And y- you're now a yo, yo, yo because no. you swore about no. me under your breath no. um, when you thought I cut you off. That no. is, that is the lowest. That is the worst form I... of betrayal a brother can do to a brother. Dom. I don't want insubordinates. Why not go and sleep with my wife? Unbelievable, Dom. You're, in, you're a yo, yo, yo now. No, I you're not. Away from my prize from last week. Oh, yeah, well, I don't know about that. It's talking about. I'm not, I'm not having that. I don't want him. He's on the list. No. Nah. You could have him. No. Nah. Do you hear him? He called me a bastard and, yeah, and a tit. Exactly. No, I'm not and having that. he likes you. Imagine what he'd call me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, the last ten minutes of the show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, oh, here we go. It's Andre. Oh, hi. All right. I've had a bit of a strange day. Um, oh yeah. Did you get drunk? No, I don't drink, do I? No, 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 no not no. very many now. No, not. No. What happened, right? Pouring the rain all day, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's been beautiful. I've loved it. So, yeah, well, I know the gardens and plants need it, but other than that, it was really horrible. Oh, I love anyway, it. We sat indoors. We sat indoors. We had the, the patio doors open and just yeah. watched that grey sky and that yeah. really heavy rain. Yeah. yeah, it was nice to watch and listen to, but I had a brilliant dentist appointment, didn't I, right? I don't know, did so you? I, so I bowled in. Now, normally, a, an appointment's always 2.30, isn't it, when you've got to go to the dentist? Well, that's a Chinese dentist time, yes. Yeah, well, mine was 2.40, and it was 240, because they pulled the blooming thing out. This is truth, right? The truth was very faulty, she said. <laughs> so, um, they took the truth out. What's on in the background? The radio. Only you. Okay. What, by right. Yazoo? <laughs> <laughs> Only you, yeah. By nice Yazoo? One. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Nice person band for you. Yep. So, anyway, what else happened? Uh, I think that might have been my highlight of the day, actually. Wow. And I've only just bowled in. Well, that's. Well, did you go and take. Get, is, that, is that any good? Get something. Did I go to the pub? Take the edge off. Well, no, I can't because I'm on. Uh, they give me injections in my teeth. I didn't want to mix anything. <laughs> I, I don't like to mix drink and, no. and things like that in no. the injections in my teeth. Any UFOs this evening, Andre? No, not tonight. I was lucky. I was driving and nothing followed me. <laughs> lucky. That was very lucky. Well, well done, Andre. Right, thank you very much, and uh, my toes should be better soon. Okay, th- th- they don't grow back, if that's what you're waiting for. Um, good evening, Pablo. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Pablo. How are you? Right. Oh. Hello, yeah. Oh. You, uh, yeah. Oh. I'm good, I'm, I'm just in my kitchen, it's a bit echoey. Sounds like the phone's in your pocket. It may have been briefly in my pocket. It's like still in your pocket. <laughs> How well, disrespectful. Do that. I don't need to do that. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Unbelievable. Sorry. What a turd. Um, 
That's rather that's a bit extreme. Let me change to a yo yo yo. <laughs> I don't want you. I don't want any rejects. I've got him. I've got him. I've got him. But you've got Dom though. No, I don't want him. You've got him. No, don't take rejects, man. Well, well Dom is Dom is um, uh, stateless. Well, well, May was May was the operative word. He yeah. could be a floater. Oh dear. Uh, what have you got for us, Pablo? And I, I don't know if you've already mentioned this because I've, I've um, had the decorators in, so the, the one just gone. Is that useless? Um, it is. <laughs> um, no, not useless. I'm literally had the decorators in, but it's a friend, so he did it quite late. So um, again, but yeah, um, have you seen that um, the, that picture going around of the Chuckle Brothers? I've just this second seen it. Was that you that tweeted it? No, that Radio was me X sent it to you. Yeah, yeah. Have I don't s- get it. It looks like. I've... What do you mean you don't get it? Said it's a. It's... Look at the drink. Yeah, I have. Yeah, but look at it, but don't don't focus on it too much. So sort of look at it, but squint a bit, like you're doing a magic eye. I can't find it now. Think marital aids. Mm. It looks like she's got a um, a penis. She's holding a penis. I I'll can't. be the judge of that. Let me see. You should, Kath, um, well, I'll stop that sentence there. Yes. It's vaguely, <laughs> vaguely libelous. Well, unless it's some sort of optical illusion set out purposely to weed out the, uh, I, the, the I the can't find the picture. I, I, from I, there. But just squint at it. I saw it straight away. I didn't. I was thinking, what? What? There's a pic- basically, there's a picture of a young lady. There's the Chuckle Brothers, and in between is a young lady, and she's having a picture taken. Um, and it looks like, uh, at first glance, that she's holding something uh, rude. You know, I, I, I question my Chuckle vision. I can switch between seeing what it is and seeing what it isn't. Oh, right, OK. Yeah, oh, now you got it! It it's looks the way like your a hair kind of lies. It looks like a hairy member, <laughs> doesn't it? It looks like a Bond member. Strands. Are you looking at the right picture? I am now. Yeah. There we go. Okay, fair enough. But you like perverts. I it's didn't see that. I looked at that for ages last night. Couldn't it, see a thing. It's a little bit, of, <laughs> little bit of fun. Nice bit of visual for radio. Well, yeah, radio is the theatre of the mind. I think the. Oh, we know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was, I was going to say also, um, with it raining, like, you know, when you walk along a path that's uh, untouched and it's just got loads of slugs and snails crawling across it? Yeah. Yeah. I always think Sorry. it's just some sort of very slow, like, wrought-out battle between slugs and snails that's been going on for a very long time. Thanks very much for calling, Pablo. I've got no, no idea. No, definitely a hip, hip, hip. I think we're all, listen, we're all a bit tired. We've all had a bit to drink. Uh, we're all a bit tired i know i'm very very tired um i think my family are going away tomorrow i hope my family no i it would be nice for my family if they went away tomorrow for the weekend that would be that would be a nice thing for them they'll be taking my car i might i've i've only ever gonna get in then you're gonna i will have to i'll if the weather's nice i'll scoot and if if it's not i'll get the train because my wife's car's knackered yeah still knackered um, and then I don't think they're going to fix it. Um, I, I've only ever really driven Volkswagens, Polos and Golfs. Golfs when I have money, Polos now. Um, but um, I've I realised the last couple of po- Golfs, Polos I've had have been rubbish. And my wife's Golf has been rubbish. And I'm thinking I might get another car. And I need to get a bigger car because the boys don't fit in the back of a Polo anymore. It is crammed in there so i'm thinking i need to get like a like a dad a dad car well my dad always had volkswagens like he went from the smaller cars to a passat yeah and now he's gone ford i couldn't afford a passat they're well expensive Mm. um i'm thinking is a Vauxhall a good car Vauxhall 
I've heard of them. Vauxhall? I don't, I don't know nothing about cars. And I can't really afford it at the moment because of this and that and you know, stuff that's going the on. Other. The other. Um, but I need, I, I do need, uh, I do need to, I'm going to have to get a bigger car. I hate cars. I hate the stress. That can't, why can't you just, why can't they make machines that just work and do what they're meant to do and, and do it perfectly for a long, long time? Why? So is it for his, tomorrow's topic... Building obsolescence, isn't it? Is, tomorrow's topic, is a, Vauxhall, is a Vauxhall a good car? If we're sponsored by Vauxhall, then I'm sure they're excellent. Um, so we're doing that uh, tomorrow. I don't know what we're doing. What have we got on tomorrow? Have we got anything? Have we got any guests on tomorrow? Have a look in my book. I've got a feeling I'm doing something tomorrow, but I can't think for the life. Um, no. I haven't got anything in. Um, no, tomorrow's Thursday, is it? All day, yep. Got nothing. Uh, we're we t- going to be talking to a guy next week. Just had an email. Guy's made a, a, a film, and I read a review of it in Uncut magazine. He's made a film about um, uh, Sly Stone, Sly and the Family Stone, uh, called On the Sly. Great name for a film. Um, and the review, uh, the preview of it, w- made it sound like a really good film. So I emailed the director and said, any chance I can get a copy of it, and you can come on and talk about it and he's going to send me a link to it now and he's going to come on next week which is brilliant although uh, Uncut Magazine also gave England is Mine four <gasps> stars that was balls well you've um, upped your ante <laughs> it really was though wasn't it haven't you upped your can we, we could do a game a phone in um, game called Up Your Ante <laughs> and uh, you have to guess what's up your ante so, no too much it's nearly one o'clock. We'll be a little bit blue. You met my auntie last week. No, I'm not talking about your auntie. Oh, good. I'm saying you, 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 you tell us what's... You phone up and we have to guess what's up your auntie. Is that... I mean, does that work? <laughs> no, it needs a little bit of something. Channel 4 have gone mucky again. They were in the 90s. They might be uh, up for up your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> you get to buddy up your auntie. Um, dear listener, that's it. Sam, as always, thank you. Thank you, callers. Thank you to Chaz for just being brilliant. Thank you, everyone that called in. I shall keep this list of uh, team members and uh, uh, we shall pursue this with all the vim and vigour that we can muster. Until tonight at 10 from us, ta-ta. <laughs>